Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Oh, that new doctor is dropped at gorgeous. Oh, please, he's just another RV League educated surgeon with good hair. No, he's different. Nurses, we got a classy motorhome with a detached driver's side mirror. Meet me in the OR. Stat. Right away, doctor. No, 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 she's on break. I'll handle this one. Oh, you conniving little... When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates covered subject to policy terms. We put Mike in a chair. So that he promises to never lean again. <laughs> He's living with sores on his back <laughs> and his ass. Yeah, that's a bed sores. How was everyone's fourth? Check. Check. Is that good? <clears throat> it's perfect. You're always good. Russ, good fourth? No? I don't I'm not patriotic, Lukey. All right. Well, I had a good fourth. Do you have a good fourth, Mike? Yeah. Well, you know, it rained, so I didn't get to see the fireworks. Oh. Greenfield, Massachusetts has like the one of the biggest and best firework uh, displays in Massachusetts. It's pretty. It's huge, and it goes on for like I don't know. It seems like an hour. Greenfield's pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, they they do it really well, and and my. Uh, my brother-in-law lives uh, right under where they shoot it off at Poet Sea Tower, which is pretty nice. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, but it didn't happen. <laughs> a lot of homemade fireworks in Fitchburg. New Hampshire was nuts. It's always nuts. But yeah. right. I was driving home. Because it's live free or die. Yeah. Except was, for weed. Except for weed. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which is fucking Tax-free weird. liquor. Get all you want. So Don't s- smoke weed. We'll so throw you stupid. in jail. I was. I actually did have a good day because I went to the movies and saw a movie I've been wanting to see for months, which was awesome. Werewolves Within, which is a great movie. Everyone should see. Uh, but I was driving home with Tristan and my girlfriend, and there was just fireworks everywhere when we got through. We were going into New Hampshire. Nice. <clears throat> Especially after I dropped him off. Manchester was just ridiculous. Look at Manchester, man. Yeah, they were. They every, shoot like, them off you couldn't there. look like in a direction without seeing them. That's right. Even in the rain. Yeah. That's what it was like when we used to come back from Providence, when we used to all go down to Bristol. Yeah. Like, driving back, just oh, like, over the bridge in Providence, just fireworks fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. Awesome. When we used to drive home from Richmond, we'd stop. We'd drive overnight, so by the time we get to D.C., we could stop on one of the bridges. I forget which one. It's the one that has 95 on it. But yeah. everybody was pulled over on the side, which is highly illegal. But the fireworks were like right over. They shoot them <laughs> off right over the river. Yeah, and so they were like right there. 
It was pretty awesome. You get that reflection on the water. Yeah, it's beautiful. You get the monuments and stuff. I just always feel bad for the animals. Because we got home, we got back to Alana's dad's house, and the cat was just fucking terrified. Yeah. All the animals usually have a hard hard time. My cats weirdly don't, not that I've ever, we don't have fireworks close enough that it matters to them, but yeah. I think my dog doesn't bother my dog because I live in Worcester, and so there's You're constant sirens and gunshots. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. We were playing that last night. Is that a firework or a gunshot? Because usually <laughs> That's what they it's go like in Manchester. Yeah, so. they go hand in hand in yeah, Worcester. It's kind of like you know, stop shooting off fireworks, make me okay. And then there's like, and it's like, I don't know, that's not a firework. Sounded kind of rattly. It sounds like you're living with war. I am living with war every day we're in doing, my yard. In, in his yard? Are in we doing, my yard. We're doing both ones, right? Yeah. Okay. And well, we should, I, I thought we should compare I, and, and, I then, would pick, love to. and then pick Absolutely. which is the better Can version. Can I spoiler alert? Yeah, please. <laughs> I, I mean, how do you guys feel about doing that right away? But No, it's the no, one, let, the, the, the one without the voices is far superior. Oh, see, I see some is good and, and some are better I, with the voices. I, like, I think I like everything, pretty much, almost everything. I feel the exact opposite. Really? I like almost everything with the co- with the 100 wow. voice chords. Once again, I'm in the middle of oh, yeah. a brotherly feud. I I think it just must be like a vibe thing, like, I'm and where I'm at very surprised by or this. something. But I, yeah, I not for me, man. I love Too it. much. Way too much. We should also touch on, I don't know if either of you guys watched the Deja Vu doc. No, I did not. I'll talk a little bit about, about it. You going to be all right? Yep. You going to throw up? That's nope. cool if you was are. It that, was it that bad? No, I'm, bur- I'm burping because <laughs> I'm drinking these like fizzy, low-calorie low mamitas. It's just tequila and soda, but they're like they're super carbonated. Nah, they're wonderful. Nice. They're delicious. Shut up, Mike. That sounds disgusting. It's fantastic. Why don't you drink some fucking whiskey? Like because I'm trying to lose weight, you jerk. Oh, those will help you lose weight? <laughs> this is our Neil Young podcast where we mostly talk out of our ass while going through the works of Mr. Young. Mike Shue and the Condon Boys, Trans and Harvest and Illinois. We're gonna sit and listen to each one. It's long, may you young. Happy Independence Day, everyone. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America. We love you because we can drink whiskey and eat pie and do a podcast. (laughs) All at the same time, thanks to the sacrifice of our men and women in uniform. So uh, it's uh, Long May You Young, the only Neil Young podcast in the world, I think, still. And it's uh, my name is Mike Shu, and we do this with uh, Luke and Russ Condon, the Condon brothers from the Bandtown Meeting, and we're part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. And we're also on social media. You can uh, contact us through Twitter and Instagram at Long May You young and then on facebook we have a facebook group mm-hmm. you can get in touch with us there and we're also posting on the neil young subreddit on reddit yep and we have a uh we have a website that you can buy merch at long may you young podcast.com buy our hats we just sold a couple of t-shirts shirts. recently in the past Sweet. couple of weeks yeah it's really firing up that's nice. like 
six shirts. Our now? numbers are going up weirdly, and I do think part of it is because uh, of Neil Young Canadian posting the Facebook group. Oh yeah, <laughs> woohoo! By the way, before you guys came, I had like 15 minutes to kill, so I just emailed Joel, who runs that page. And he, we did like a quick five minute interview, which will be on this episode. It'll be our piss break episode, oh, nice. a mini piss break uh, interview. Nice. But I have. Is he in Canada? He's in Canada. Do you know where? Uh, I don't. I forgot to ask. Okay. But uh, so mixed news when you said we're the only Neil Young podcast. Are they a podcast? No, but he is. He said he's going to start a Neil podcast. Well, he, fuck him. And he oh, said, bring it on, I said, fuck nuts. I said, well, it's a bummer that we can't be friends anymore. Now we have to be rivals. Right. So he said it's going to be in French. I said, it still doesn't matter. Oh, he's Quebecois? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> all they do is piss and moan, and then they throw their cigarette butts all over the beach up at Old Orchard, and they walk around, and they're... Friggin' speedos! They don't even have the courtesy to wax he before did they the come down to vacation. He did the interview in a speedo. He did the interview in a speedo. Really? Yeah. And that's summer. That's what they're into up there. Yeah. It was. Jesus, it, was it's a, it was great for me, but I don't know if you would have enjoyed it. As yeah. Much. Well, fuck the Canadians. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> hey. Not not the people. The hockey team. <laughs> they're going down. So. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah. That's so really well, nice. it is funny so that we're tune in for when we piss to hear that quick interview. That this podcast him. is about a Canadian who's singing about America. <laughs> That's right. Well, recently a U.S. citizen. Recently, but, right. but not when this but, album was. But think was about it. Right. That's kind of a technicality at this point in Neil's career because right. he's been living oh, here yeah. for I'm just being long. silly. but Yeah, but he's, he's, he's made got, all his money in the United States. Yeah. Most of it, anyway. His kids are American citizens. He works here. His kids are American citizens. Yeah. He married an American citizen. He's been living in the same place at this point. Yeah. How long has he been living on the ranch? That's like right, that's yeah. right before um, Harvest, Harvest yeah. right? He bought the ranch. A long ass time. Yeah, so he's basically an American. I think becoming a citizen was just a formality. But he's always felt strongly, uh, particularly about American foreign policy. We touched on that with uh, Hawks and Doves during his Reagan praising years. Yes, so he was was weird. He was kind of a hawk. And that was, you know, he felt that, you know, some. Countries were taking jabs at the United States, Mm -hmm. some violently, and he was pissed off about that. You know, and then. what was the what was the thing that he uh, didn't he have something with the elder Bush before in, he released freedom? In, didn't he? Didn't, wasn't it in freedom with a thousand points of light? Uh, well, that wasn't a supporting thing. Didn't he support no, I, something with the elder Bush? Oh, I didn't think he. I, I thought it was only uh, anti elder Bush. Oh, okay. From Maybe I'm thinking of something <laughs> else. Anti elder Bush. <laughs> sounds like uh, something in like a. I don't know. It sounds like a, some kind of herbal hardo. <laughs> like, guys, I, don't, I don't mind the wormwood and stuff, but fuck the elder bush. That shit uh, gives me a headache God, every my time. My elbow, my elbow yeah, kills. You, know, you got to take, yeah. take some anti-elder bush for your yeah. elbow. <laughs> There's definitely a terrible like sexual yeah, joke we could make there, Jerking too, off but. too much. Yep, Luke went, went for it. Yeah, yep, there it is. There's the first semen reference. I'm watching Everybody old ladies in the, in the bath, you know. I've been, Star, Christ, I've been in my Aerostar taking care of business. I've been in my Aerostar down in All right, anti-Elderbush. <laughs> hey, what's it called? Neil Young Canadian? Neil Young Canadian posting. Right. Hey, um, go ahead and start that podcast yeah. because this one's just drenched in semen. This and one's just bad drenched jokes. in Elderbush. Right. It's probably going to be even in French. We're going to listen and just weep at how good yeah. it's going to be. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? To, to fucking counteract the the... Canadian, Neil Young Canadian posting. I'm going to start an April Wine podcast. How about that, you guys? Nice. Fuck you guys. Quebec's greatest rock band. 
You know what my favorite wine is? Hmm. This is kind called anti-elderbush wine. Mm. It's delicious. It's, it's the one that smells like antifreeze, It's got right? notes of bird. <laughs> notes of titty bird in it. <laughs> um, living with war, initial thoughts, everyone. Before we hit social stuff, because we do have a new review and a bunch of Facebook comments. Well, um, I don't know. I, I, I guess I maybe, after talking about it, lean a little more towards shoe. I think I like some of the 100 voices, but I also think a lot of times it's too much. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe some of it's mix-wise, because I felt like when I listened to the non-100 voices, I could actually hear more of what Neil was saying and hear more of his guitar. Um. Okay, I know what you're saying. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how much changed. No, there's there's when you take them out, there's yeah. a huge like the yeah. mix just there's a huge change. The mix even, actually seems a little less tinny. Yeah, to me, and I don't even know if I'm imagining that because I don't know if they, I think uh, you're right. It I, felt, I don't know if they felt, just took the voices off and redid it. That's what I I wasn't it. sure. I didn't yeah. look into it deeply enough to know whether or not they like actually re-recorded shit or if right. they just straight took out. I felt like some of them. Felt like they re-recorded it. The, the guitar stuff? No, like like uh, like Neil's voice or something. Um, I think the only thing that they overdubbed was some of the trumpet, some of the guitar, and all the voices. The trumpet is great on this record. The trumpet rules. The tr- so, again, in the beginning, the trumpet annoyed the shit out well, of me. Well, I was like, playing, why is this in here? It sounds in like living, a mariachi band. In Living band. with War, when they're doing it with the guitar... It's it it makes it sound warped. Like it makes it sound like a uh, like it's like being um, what do you call it? Like fucking played on a goddamn keyboard or something. Like it makes it sound really yeah distorted. When we get because they're it, both doing listen. the same riff. They're both doing the. See, I I didn't like it at first, but then as yeah. I listened to it more, and this is just recently, um, it sounds it has this. Like a trumpet is used for, especially in a, in the military, for calling out. Yeah. So you're calling out. Calling you're, out. You're calling out <laughs> signals, right? You're, you're attack, you retreat, you do whatever, but it's usually, that's what it was used for, right? Yeah. And so I thought there was some kind of connection there with that, but it also makes it sound kind of regal, if that's the right word. Like this is. I don't know if I get that. It sounds like. It makes it sound, to me, it makes it sound less rock and more like a pronouncement. You know what I mean? Like with the one, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, in a, it, it makes ways. it sound more like it's like this is an official announcement. And so there's, there's. So you, you think, think that's intentional? Like, like more anthemy and less. Right, not so much an anthem, but as yeah. a. A not, like a notification, like bah, 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 right coming to you live. It's right. Neil Young, or it's like and Rick you know, Rossus and Neil Chad Young Cromwell wants to and, make and a hundred voice choir. Right, wants to make yeah. a proclamation. Yeah, so he signals with a trumpet. Yeah, and I mean, I think he's definitely trying to make a fucking proclamation. In yeah, this album, yeah, you know oh yeah, what I mean? the whole but, the whole thing. So yeah. that's what I thought the trumpet was at first. Though, much like the hundred voices, I was like, yeah. this is just ruining it for me. But the more I listened to it over the years, and it took a lot of listens. Um, I, I started to get it. Okay. Especially with this, the voices. This was one of those fucking Neil Man things for me where I like what he's saying for the most part. I, I really dig the sentiments, but I didn't. Except for the impeach the president, you don't agree with that. <laughs> you were, you the, thought George Bush was a great guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying for sure. The, I like what he's trying to say. I just don't know if I like how it's being said. 
was one of the okay because that's ha- that happens quite a bit. I think sometimes. Sure, you know. I'm I'm honestly surprised at you, Russ. I thought you. Why? You know me. I'm a Ben Keith guy. Like this is nothing. Like this is not Ben. I know, this but to still, me is like the sentiment. I, to me, the, this should be a Crazy still, Horse record. I don't still, see why it's not. I thought a crazy it, I actually horse thought record. it was Crazy Horse for the first like three listens. I'm like, I this always is look crazy at who horse. the credit. I always look at the credits before I listen to the record. Oh really? Yeah. I always like see who's on it and stuff. And so when I listen to this, I'm like, this should be Crazy Horse, and it's not. And it's weird that it's not. It's you like Chad, it's like Chad Cromwell playing. But Chad's great in it. Chad's great in it, but it's just it's just straight rock beat. Like there's not a lot of uh, there's. I mean, it it should to me it should be Ralphie playing the that. It's uh, I don't know. I, I I think Chad's a great drummer, and I think there's a lot of great drumming. But also that, and this is weird to say as a drummer, the drums are mixed way too fucking loud in this record. Really? The whole thing's mixed. It's a shitty mix because it's a it was done. Mix. It was done so fast. They Very recorded hasty. it. They yeah. recorded on sixteen track analog, and then they they mixed it down to two track I analog, and then they I, sent it through a digital thing. So yeah, it's yeah. and they did it all very quickly. So it's yeah, yeah. it's got shitty sound. Yeah, I think that's and why I don't think it, I, I think, think that's it why works it bothers it. me because I think the songs are great. I think a lot of the songs are really good, and I like what he's trying to say, even though it is very much like this is what I'm trying to say. I think Neil, which is fine. Neil does that, and we love him for that. Um, I think he wanted it to be. Especially with the quickness and the urgency, he wanted it to be another Kent State like idea. And yeah, it yeah. wasn't received quite like that, but I think it didn't matter to him. Like, well, it was a different no, time. I don't think way, it ever way does, different but, time. You know, we're we're not killing students here, right? And a lot of people were supportive of the war, and a lot of people were afraid they weren't supportive of the war because they would get blackballed somehow. It was very, right. it was a very McCarthy like era. Yeah, and if you look at a, he said that he was hoping some young and up and coming artist would come out with an album like this and he was tired of waiting around so he did it himself you know he's he's um i think that you know if you look at someone like the dixie chicks back then right and how they criticized you know the president and then all of a sudden everyone tried to blackball them but their fans basically said well fuck that we're still gonna go people to were enraged right. at the dixie chicks. right yeah yeah exactly and so he was you know he was tired of waiting around and i think that this is the beginning of if a lot of a few of the albums after this. This is what I like to call Neil's magazine period. Like he was releasing albums like magazines. Yeah. Like so, he had something to say. He wanted to make an album. He wanted to talk about his electric car. He made Fork in the Road real <laughs> yeah. quick, right? Yeah. He wanted to. Yeah. He wanted to say how pissed he was at the president for lying. Yeah. And so he made first. He did that song, and then he made this whole album. Right. You know. So it, it's kind of like. It goes back to the, I guess, the folk singer tradition. Mm. You know, so you're, that's how they spread the news. Even going back before, I mean, you go back to like medieval times, that's yeah. how they spread news with, right. like, yeah. with songs that just have yeah. carried on and carried on. And I think that's what he was trying to do here. In this case, I think it's really sad because a lot of this is still relevant, even though this is oh, so yeah. time specific. It's weird. You could, it's crazy. I know, right? I, and I he's even mentioning names and stuff. Yeah, you know, and it's like, but for some reason, you listen to it, yeah. and it's like, wow. It, unfortunately, this could easily yeah. be applied today, much mm, like 100%. a lot of Dylan stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And I, I mean, my, just my initial. Yeah. I listen to this album a lot. Some sometimes we hit one, like honestly, even Prairie Wind. I listened to it, uh, uh, you know, enough times 
But it like I didn't this one I listened to almost every day and each time I liked it more and more mm. and I didn't think I would. I think it it grew on me with each time and then after I watched Deja Vu I'm like I really like a lot of these. Mm. They did this cool thing during the filming of Deja Vu where in like the interlude sections they would just play a piano a slow piano version of the song Living with War. And it was beautiful, and they interviewed vet- veterans, and wow. um, and it was like they showed the hundred person choir as they were recording it, and I'm like, this is really fucking cool, and just like it made me. Neil has a weird way of like making me think differently about shit that I've thought about one way for a long time, or one way for a few years, or whatever. Like he just really finds that like good. He finds that good balance, and uh, like I like what, like when they asked him, he doesn't think this is a partisan record at all. He thinks that he, when he wrote it, he said I wasn't, I, I wasn't thinking that I'm a Democrat or whatever. He was just thinking I, I very strongly disagree with Bush's policies and let's impeach the president. He's like I think that that would be good for Republicans. He is what he said at the time. So, but, I, I think he proves that by just um, focusing on. Regular people, yeah, you know, yeah, like the, like the song "Families" or li- the yeah. song "Living with War." <clears throat> to me, that you know, we'll talk to about it when we get to it when we're covering the songs. But I think in that sense, he was, and that you know, the the story goes, and who knows if at this point we don't know what's real or what's right. not. You know, the story goes, he was visiting his daughter at college yep. in Ohio somewhere, and this is this part gets me on a total side note. This part really gets me. He went out to get some coffee at a vending machine. Yep. Okay, first of all, where the fuck is Neil Young staying? <laughs> Motel Six. He's Neil fucking Young. Yeah, why he is get he like a bed and breakfast or rent some kind of private home? But he's out there. Machine. He's out there in the hallway next to the ice machine. I need trying more to get sheets. A, right, trying to get a cup of coffee. And you guys have traveled. You've seen it. It's always like the ice machine, the vending machine. Yeah, and at then, this point, he's a millionaire. Right. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what's he get doing? It, go get he's, a real. He's get going out there and he's getting shitty coffee. Like that spits out like diarrhea from a fucking machine. He probably likes it's it. Like the, probably it's like the. It's probably oh, maybe. He, yeah. It was probably like that machine from fucking Gremlins, where it's like <laughs> the fucking. It's probably something he likes. Yeah. You know, like old cars. Like, oh, I love these old coffee vending machines. Yeah, you know, yeah. some of them you can this get is, chicken this soup. This model is a T three forty one. I made a miniature for my Lionel setup. They stopped making these in seventy three. This is some real gourmet shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is, Jules. <laughs> Peggy gets that bullshit coffee. Keep go- I get the good stuff. Keep going with it, though. Keep what? doing the whole quote. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> but I'm not worried about the fucking coffee, Jules. You know what I'm worried about? The president lined us about <laughs> nice. the war. Nice. Nice save. But anyway, he saw supposedly saw the cover of a USA Today in a newspaper machine, you know, vending yep. machine, which is just funny to me. Yeah. It's funny. And yeah. he saw it. Something clicked in his head, and, and it was a story on transporting wounded soldiers from Iraq they to showed, Germany. They showed this picture in Deja Vu. But sorry, oh, they did. Going. Oh, yeah. so they showed the, the plane. Yep. Right? Was, so he was fascinated. This is so Neil Young. So, of course, he was, like, heartbroken because guys are dying for no reason. Right. But at the same time, he's like, it's amazing that they have a hospital on a plane. 
you know, because he's a gadget guy. So he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's going off like that's that's. And he said that's part of the thing that inspired him to start writing these yeah, songs yeah. was like, we have this technology to do all this great stuff, yet we're still fucking fighting a war. Well, I think it's more that it annoyed him that you had um, these kids dying for a war, no reason for this war that like we obviously found out in hindsight there were no weapons of mass destruction. You know what I mean? Like, right. But like. Anyway, either way, whether it's justified or not, like kids are kids are dying, and they're doing a story on like, look at the technology instead of like, oh my god, like these kids are and like, and kids are dying on both sides. Uh, oh, absolutely. Right. He talks. He, yeah. you know I mean? he touches on that too. And he, innocent children are fucking dying. In, innocent children, innocent Iraqis, like yeah. on. You're right. Both sides, and it's just like there's one part of the movie that's like they have, they they go to a, a bunch of different. This is a cool thing about stills. This is a rare stills compliment from the Long May You Young podcast. But uh, he, during this year, he, um, what the hell is Speaking it? of children, Jesus Christ. That's, that's stills. That's Steven Stills out there. <laughs> He's upset that we're only paying him one compliment. Yeah, I should, I should figure yeah, this out. Yeah. That sounds like somebody's getting skinned. God damn it. What the fuck? What is happening? I love when Luke goes into dad mode. Oh, did he pause it? No, he didn't. I love when Luke goes into dad mode. He's right. like he's sitting here and he's like, you know, there's stills. And then he goes, yeah. like, what is oh. happening? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was turn, singing about semen. Turns oh, on, Weird turns, Al's the best. And all of a sudden, turns, what the hell's going on out here? Yeah, he turns on his dad voice. Turns, turns, I'm going to really? tan some hides if you don't quiet down. <laughs> some, he turns into Mr. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I loved. I thought I paused it. I apparently, that, I, you know, I'll leave that in. I don't care. <laughs> Dad, Luke. Just, what happened? Did your son take a shit in the no, yard he's again? He's standing there screaming. Oh. And just, well, little kids do that. You know that. You have, yeah. you have like twelve of them. I have a lot of them. Yeah. I don't even remember what the hell we were talking. About. Oh, you were saying stills. You were a rare stills, stills compliment, and then my kids were like, "No, not on my watch, Dad. That's <laughs> yeah. not gonna happen, Dad." <laughs> Um, not the guy responsible for I want to make love to you. No, you won't do it. <laughs> um, no, he, during this whole tour, he ma- would ma- make, I think he made 12 stops campaigning for um, candidates he liked, young candidates. Still did? Yeah. Okay. Um, and he would show up and he would just kind of bumble through a little thing, but he still would show up on his own dime. And I thought that was a really cool thing. But they would interview different people. And one of the more impactful things was this woman. Uh, during one of the rallies because they knew they were filming for Neil and his in his album and uh, Let's Impeach the President was like a big news story or whatever. But she's like, no, I agree with it. And she just started like kind of crying and yelling. And she's like, it's not Bush's kids over there. It's not Cheney's kids. It's all of our kids. It's all the poor kids. Exactly. Yep. And it was just, just like Vietnam. Yeah. And it was just like very impactful. And a lot of Vietnam vets were in this like Vietnam vets and even like the Iraq war vets given there, like, one of the parts that I thought was so cool, and for all the wrong reasons, I love this, but uh, there was a, a vet who came back from Iraq, and then he got married and had a kid, and because there's no draft, they just send you back. They just, they're like, okay, we need you, go back. But in the time he was back home, he got married, he had a son, and he then he goes over there, and it's like, he's he's got a whole new perspective now that he's got a kid, and... Uh, he does. He hates it. He doesn't. Feel, he feels wrong about it. He doesn't feel like they're accomplishing anything. They're killing people. They're putting people's lives in danger. And it's like, 
this like weird thing, but he comes back and he writes this kind of protest song. And what Neil did is he on that website where he put he put this out, whole album out for free. Yeah, like he just put right. the whole thing out, which was at the time like super way ahead of its time. Really cool. Yeah. 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 But um and he also listed protest songs like current ones and then people would like upvote them or something like that but this one of this kid i wish i could remember his name but he had a song that ended up on this list and they there's a scene where they just go interview him they show him playing it's a cool song a little like kind of folk punky and uh then they cut to neil in his living room jamming the song with him and it was it it fucking like oh it was so cool. Did you cry? <laughs> I did. I I cried at a few points during this, and that mm-hmm. one was for the like not good reasons. It was like, man, I want to jam with Neil so bad. Do you, let me ask you this. Okay. Do you think you? Cry? Why are you such a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> kind of related. Okay. <laughs> Do you think you cried because you're drinking those girly ass tequila oh, seltzer is. drinks? A mamita. Yeah, I stand by these. Really? I'll fist fight you with for the next one. I but, thought you were would you fist fight me? No, I wouldn't. It'd probably be a slap fight, right? <laughs> you, I would. I've never been in a fist fight. I would be bad at it. Never? No, never. Ever? No. Such? Not even with your brother? No. No, he's six years older than me. That would have been child abuse. Yeah. Until huh. Russ got bigger than me, and then it would have been elder abuse. <laughs> elder Bush. El- anti-elder elder Bush, Bush abuse. <laughs> elder Bush abuse. Oh, my goodness. I shaved that fucking thing. Um, yeah, hey, he's, he's not is. French. He should be, you know. Uh, right? That's true. <laughs> They're not anti-Elder Bush on the Neil no, Young, the French not. Neil Young podcast. No, That's no, they're all, they're all about the unnatural. Joel, you better call your new Neil Young podcast Elder Bush yeah. or something like that. <laughs> I, no, it better be called Fuck Long May You Young. <laughs> That's what I want it to be called. Eat a peach, Long May yeah. You Young. It might as well. I mean, you <laughs> oh, know. That's great. We should get some hockey jerseys made up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then take those guys. You guys can you guys skate? No, not even a little. Oh, I can neither, skate. It'd fall right on my ass. Neither can, can skate I. skate a little bit. I can't skate either, so it should be awesome. Nice. But if we're getting hockey jerseys, then we gotta. We also got to get football jerseys and go stills. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We did get a contact on the website, someone asking when the, the commemorative <laughs> Stephen Stills, Stills Long May You Young football jerseys will be coming yeah. out. Yeah, that's, that's, that's in the mail. Oh, you brought up something I wanted to give a shout out. But you guys are gonna have to cover for me for a bit. All right. Well, well while you're doing it, well, I, let's talk. Let's then let's touch on how and I, how quickly this was recorded. There are some things I read. They said two weeks, and some things I read that said nine days. But I um, couldn't find a definite. Right. It was yeah. Nine to twelve to fourteen days to record this thing, mix it, and then release it on the internet. Before it was released to the pub, like yeah. the, at retail, which was like we said, way ahead of its time. It, but he wanted it wasn't released as one like song by song. It was one you had whole to listen thing, to the yeah. whole thing. He wanted people to listen to it as a whole piece because he the didn't way it want should be. people to pull "Let's Impeach the President" out and just make comments. Right. He wanted them right. to hear the whole thing, yeah, as presented. Yeah, which, which is great. Which I, I think. think is great. Yeah, you know that's what you basically you had to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know when you bought yeah. vinyl, yeah. you know unless you were really anal about it and you got up and you had to like right. pull the needle up and stuff but, right you know I, I thought that was great and then yeah. you also had the choice to download and buy it so you could stream it and listen to it for free 
but you could also download the file. Yep. Which was, again, this is 2008, so this, all that stuff is in its infancy at that 2006. point, right? Oh, 2006, Six, yeah. right? So all that stuff is still pretty yeah, new. Yeah, oh, yeah. And he's when did Radiohead do uh, the Rainbows one? I remember that. That was like an. It might have been right around this time. Yeah, that was only yeah. internet. That was only the, they. It was either it 07 like, or 08, I think. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, <clears throat> um, I don't want to spend too much time on the social stuff. As far as me, you guys have a ton more stuff, so I'll just keep my shit brief. But because I mostly try to keep up with the Instagram as best I can, which were at Long May You Young on Instagram. I mean, everyone who who writes to me, I read it and thank you. Um, sorry, we don't have more time to read all your stuff, but I did want to go to this one, Chu, because you brought up uh, something about him going and visiting Amber in college. Yeah. And Ed Masuga, I don't know, Ed 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 Masuga, Ma- Ed Masuga Suga. on Instagram said, "Way to go on the two Prairie Wind episodes, guys." Have you ever thought that Here For You was maybe written for his daughter after she'd moved away to college? Ooh. In the spring, protective arms around you. In the fall, we let you go your way. Yes, I miss you, but ah, I never want to yeah, That's what it is. That's what definitely what you I might say. I'm was here a, for you. I yeah. thought it was a bird. As soon as, he, as, soon, <laughs> as, soon as he, uh, Ed, Ed Masuka wrote yeah, that, thank you, I was Ed. Like, that totally makes yeah, sense. That's, that's yeah, that's we were, all of us yeah, were bumbling around. I was like, maybe it's about his dad. And no, yeah, no it's about a bird. Because yeah. he's fucking bird. I think it's about life in general. Yeah. No, it's his daughter. It's definitely daughter. about his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yep, thank you, Ed. Yeah. Thank you, There's Ed. There's a lot. People, Ma- shout out to the youngsters Suka. who point out, I know what it's like listening to a podcast and being like yelling at the podcast and being like, no, guys, you idiots, it's this. We try our best, but we we are human, so. Yeah. Um, um, well, since you're, since we're doing social stuff, I need a, a lot of Facebook stuff. I'm not going to read them all, obviously, but... Um, uh, Alex Alt says, I think this is raw and brilliant, pure, unfiltered Neil at its finest. Um, and then Adam McGregor says, this album takes a fair bit of flack. I regularly see it listed among his worst ever, which I didn't think wow. it was. It was it, Not for me, anyway. I like this album a lot. It says, it's understandable with political albums to cause polarization, but I never found it that bad. The intent is there. The songwriting is a little weak in places, but the message is strong. And you can tell Neil really believes in the concept. With that said, I'm not a huge fan of Neil's more conceptual works, where the entire album fits a very specific theme, such as this in Greendale, because usually they end up inconsistent in parts. Um, I prefer the in the beginning version for its more stripped down approach. Um, and then he talks about the Deja Vu film tour. Bob Satchwell also talks about that. Um, also prefers in the beginning. A lot of youngsters on Facebook prefer the in the beginning version, which. You seem to as yeah, well. So, yeah. um, well, I'll, I'll come back to that. Yeah. But can I? Can I? Sorry to get you off Facebook. Can no. I just quickly go back to Instagram only yeah, because it it, it uh, backs up what the other Instagram one was. So this is from Crimcus fifty six. Prairie Wind podcast better than I anticipated. Been a long time since <laughs> than I anticipated. <laughs> oh, this is gonna suck. I'm just gonna hit play anyway. And been, see a, been a long time since I listened to it. Same though. <laughs> been a long time since I listened to it. The Ryman show is incredible, dresses and all. 
here for you is about Amber going away to college in what New York. What the fuck? <laughs> wow, this whole, we totally and then, missed and that. And then, uh, there's, there's a lyric in it that's like, this song's about Amber. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter goes to school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, they also said at the end here, this old guitar is about his used acoustic guitar that once belonged to Hank Williams, is what they said. I don't know if that's true, but that's what this person said. Someone also pointed out something about the rhyme in which I may have gotten wrong and, and some shit like that, but, so I apologize for that as well. Um, so, um, Andy Watt says, agree with others in the beginning is my preferred living with war, a good album, but of its time. And as an Australian, hard to relate to at times, let's impeach the president was wasted on Bush was more appropriate for Trump. Well, a lot of the lyrics still hold held up. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, Joel, um, from who, Schumacher. Who, wow. No, I didn't Joel know he was a from the, from the. Uh, Canadian Neil Young I, I Canadian know, posting. He just wrote "fuck yeah" and put a screenshot of the Wikipedia image of this because it's classified as folk metal. Yeah, which is <laughs> well, Neil called it. Um, I have it metal folk protest music. Wow. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, which um, is yeah, it is. It's 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 see that. it's like you know, like I said before, it's kind of in the tradition of starting or or telling a story. But also, I don't think there's anything metal about this. Well, no, I mean, in, it's in, rock. if you want to, if you want to, yeah. go by the yeah. strict parameters. But I mean, metal, I like that you know the yeah, it's metallic. Yeah, because there's distortion. Because the mix is terrible. Yeah, the mix is awful. <laughs> you know, he said on the notes for um, "Are You Passionate" on Neil Young Archives, he had a. I wish I could bring up the. I can't do it on the on the app. Let's get that fixed, Neil Young Archives. Yeah, come on, Neil. What the fuck? fuck? Um, he said something to the effect of. You know, sometimes I don't spend enough time on my music, and sometimes it shows, and I have to change that. Mm. But I think in this case, it had to come out as quickly as possible well, because right. this was like a, it's like the news. You yeah. know, I mean, if he put if he waited and it took a you know six months to put this, you out, mean Huey Lewis and the yeah right yeah, yeah yeah because the news was just kicking ass with their yeah. protest album you know four sports. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this this brings me back. I, sorry, I know we want to wrap up the. Well, can I just? So I only have a couple more. Yeah, go ahead. Um, one of the more surprising. Just try to remind me, Chu, because I want to bring up something I was going to say about the mix and all that shit. Well, one of the, I'm the, not the guy to ask. To I know. Remind but you I'll, now I'll that forget. I've told you to I'll remind me, you will help okay. me remember. All right. One of the more surprising comments was John Locke said, "I'm not sure what's going on with this record. All I know is that I keep trying to listen to it, but I lose interest halfway through." Wow, that kind of yeah. happened to me, John Locke. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, for me though, it's uh, that was like we'll, when we'll I first get to heard it. it. I just don't like songs like. Families and flags of freedom. I, I'm just not. Uh, anyway, go ahead. I like fr- flags of freedom a lot, actually. But we'll get into it. But uh, then the other one I thought was interesting was Locko, uh Matt Lacaraza just wrote how timely. Look, we don't need your what? snark in this podcast. He wrote how timely, and then John Locke re- comment, uh, replied, "They secretly planned this from the start." But seriously, it is an awesome and crazy coincidence. Unless you're a British, oh, this is a hundred percent a time traveling van. It's definitely time record. traveling, yeah. You know, um, but and even jo- for like what you said, how so many of these lyrics are still so yeah. right. appropriate. I know? actually wrote this in 1954. <laughs> um, but then John Locke says, "Unless you're a British youngster, in that case, this weekend is just a bitter reminder of how much we col- colonists hate being taxed without being represented." 
And then Locko replied to that, said, they killed Rumsfeld a few days before the fourth. True patriots. <laughs> uh, we did not kill uh, Donald Rumsfeld. We didn't kill the Rumsfeld. <laughs> He was always mine. No, he was old. Um, and then, and then uh, Matt Lacarazzo wrote hashtag free Britney. So there you go. Nice. And there's more. I just there's like 45 comments. I just can't read them all. So which is awesome. Thank well, you. check us out on on Facebook. Long yeah. may you young. You did say there was a review though, right? We have to read that if it's yes. a five star. If you so. leave us a five star review, we'll read it. Let me get this out of the way real quick. And I'm sure she's got a couple of Reddit stuff. Um, no, nothing. Oh, this okay. is yeah. from Nick Anderhoey. So he's uh, left us a few reviews. Yeah, yeah. And we don't. We can leave us as leave as us multiple reviews. Want. Yeah. Uh, it's five star review says no bad review here. Hey, fellas, it's been a great run. I happily look forward to more great shows like Chrome Dreams 2 and Psychedelic Pill. Nonetheless, I'd like to thank you for helping me and others, surely, to make it through an effing pandemic. Looking back, I was able to take my attention away from stress, loss, and anxiety and put it onto your show and Neil's music. Your podcast was a sanity saver. Thank you. Great acoustic work on Prairie Wind. Town Meeting's The Imitator is a killer tune. Tripping down that old hippie highway got to thinking about you again. Cool. So, thanks, thanks, Nick, Nick Anderhoey. Yeah, that's great. Hell yeah. We love those five-star reviews. Absolutely. That's right. Even when they say we suck. Yeah. <laughs> we'll read them. <laughs> yes, we don't that's care. right. We'll read them. As as exactly. five stars, and we, we love do. the awkward feeling when someone compliments us and we're like, really? Really? Yeah. Do you think that? <laughs> yeah. Not, we don't even think that. Also, everyone should know after Luke just did his big inhale breath that he's got pineapple pie in his beard too. Do I really? Yeah, yeah, right on your mustache. Right here, Fuck off. <laughs> anyway, I had to point out your... <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Only because John loves it, Mike. Um, we have to talk... Oh, we have In a little bit, we have to talk to Mike about the movie things. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we'll we do. He should have really? been here for that. He should have oh. been here. But anyway, I'm surprised... We should do a commentary on that. I know. I thought... That. I should... We should record it. But I, I'm surprised that most of the youngsters seem to side with you russ they all like in the beginning i well this is what i want i'm glad you actually said that because now it brings me to the thing that i reminded you <laughs> to russ that thing yeah thanks oh, make russ, sure you russ, say, say that thing yes, say the everyone, thing mike shu for hey, reminding me yeah say the thing. big round of applause hey russ do the thing about the bird yeah um i'm eating dicks and i'm getting drunk perfect that's a great applause yeah. um, dicks what I what I think I was what I I don't know how to really say what I mean by this, so I'll do my best here. But when it comes to mixes or the the listening experience, as far as the audio quality, right, in regards to Neil Young, mm-hmm. I feel like there's there's he takes his fucking time, and usually that's when Ben Keith is producing with him mm-hmm. when things sound fucking smooth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And those might not be everyone's favorite records only because of some choices he makes or whatever. Mm. But as far as the quality of the listening experience, the audio, you know, like the engineering of it, the mixing of it, all of that, it's clean. It's pretty. And and that is pleasant, you know, because mm-hmm. it's it's been it's it, the time has been put in and and someone like Ben Keith has taken his uh genius and put it to to that thing. Yeah, but isn't that the antithesis of the horse? Do you know what I mean? Like, Well, so here's – this is where I'm going with this. So there's those records, which are, are really nice on the ears. Then there's something like a, a certain Crazy Horse records where the fun of it is how raw and loose yeah. it is. Then there's other Crazy Horse records where it's trying too hard. Or something. Maybe that's not the right language. No, no, no. You're right. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Right? Yeah. But yeah. life. Yes, like yeah, life. life. Yeah. But then 
there's the there's the opposite of it that is so pleasant and fun. For instance, like tonight's the night, where it's so fucking sloppy and so not time put in. Sure. Does that make sense? Where yeah, where sure. where the Ben Keith produced really produced stuff is so pretty and pleasant. And then the 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 other side of that, even though Ben Keith was involved in it, does Ben Keith have naked the, pictures the, of you? The, the tonight's the night. He does. He does. The tonight's the nightness <laughs> of it all is the opposite of that. Yet it's still so pleasant to listen to. That's because David Briggs was involved, and despite David Briggs wanting chaos, it always he sounded knew what he was really doing. good. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I just don't think this is. I hear the urgency this to me, more this than this I to hear me is them. in the middle. This to me, I don't like when it's in the middle. I don't like this to me leans more with life where. Oh, I disagree so much. It, it's not life where he's trying too hard, like with life, he's trying too hard with some of the overproduction weird shit. Um, this to me is just in that middle ground audio wise where he means what he's saying and he, he's trying to get it out because he has a point he's trying to make. Even like like you said, with, even with the trumpet, the pronunciation thing, the like proclamation. Here's what I have to say right mm-hmm. now. Um, and obviously, time didn't go into mixing this or things like that. It was right. rushed. I get that, but it still feels middle of the road as far as uh, how it feels in my ears when I listen to it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Whereas like tonight's the night, and you're right. It's probably the Briggsness. You know, it's right. probably the Briggs. I kept all. thinking that too. Yeah. Recently, like if Briggs this, was a part of this, right. it probably would be. I, I was. Would, I was I thinking if Briggs, love if it. Briggs was here, it would probably sound better. Yes, may not have come out as quickly. True. True. But yeah. I feel like you need this album to come out quickly. Right. That's what we were saying before. We're saying. Like, this yeah. is like news. But, like if it came out too yeah. late, but I feel like then we, people wouldn't care. I feel like if life had had this urgency, it would have been better. I feel like he had too much time You're, with life. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah, for to sure. To like be like, let's throw in bomb sounds. <laughs> like yeah. this one to me is, he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to lose any of the like, the rush of this. Right. And it, th- I think that's why yeah, it works. But he, I mean, there is some of that with the Bush quotes and shit. And but even that was very quickly done. Like, I'm sure. No, I mean, yeah, of course. But flip, flop. You know, on the Deja Vu thing, <laughs> he plays that song. With a flip flop, he plays his guitar with no, a flip flop. Yeah, it's fucking. That's awesome. fucking awesome. His rules. Oh, I I'm sorry. Watch I'm that an idiot. Now. What is a flip flop? What do you mean? A, a, like a, fl- a shoe. A flip flop. Oh, a, yeah. oh he gotcha, plays gotcha, his gotcha, guitar gotcha. with really? a flip flop. Blew out my flip flop. <laughs> yeah, stepped yeah, on a sorry. pop top. I just my cut brain. up my foot. Had to hold. I'm going literally. Back I was home. wearing them today. It's I don't Jimmy know why. Buffett. We don't buff it on this podcast. You're gonna buff it. You're gonna buff it. My dick. Talk about JB on this podcast. Listen. When we started this a year ago, me and Russ said, Mike, there's one rule. No, Jimmy Buffett. Fucking all right, fine, fine. Look, my head hurts, my feet stink, and which, I don't love Jesus. Which head, your parrot head? Because we're not interested. Now you're doing. This is why we don't do it. Because now he's do doing. It. Now it's too late. Sometimes now we're gonna be having fucking burgers in paradise, and I don't have time for it. This is no, why we don't I get do it. it. This is no, why no, I warn no, you guys. I get it. Sometimes a pirate looks at forty and he Great. says, "Here we go." Man. Yep. Guys, we're wasting away. Oh, here again. And Luke knows and Luke the Phil. one and Fitchburg. The, one so the only other one though. I know is what you said. The cheeseburger it always one. makes me think of the. Yeah, we don't need to talk about yeah. Always Sunny. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's I, what I always think of yeah. too. It's a great episode. <laughs> they think the Pina Colada song is Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> They're all so excited too. Uh, but I just <laughs> totally <laughs> fucking forgot what the hell we were even talking about. Uh, we're, we're talking about the mix. Uh, yeah, and how, so yeah, how it, it sounds like that, you know, and the the, it doesn't sound good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And I agree. And that's another thing that turned me off when I first listened to this yeah. record. I'm like, wow, he really didn't spend any time on this. And I get the yeah. urgency, but he could have maybe taken. And you know what really surprised me about this? He's basically got half the same crew that he had for Freedom. He's got Nico Bolas. If back. he took the time that he took to round up a hundred voice chorus, wait, it's, it's half. It's the Freedom. People? Yeah, Chad Cromwell and Rick Rosas were in Freedom. They were? Yeah. And then oh, that's he brought, cool. and this is after Nico Bolas saying that he'd never work with him again. He came back and worked with him on this one. Was Nico on Living with Water? Living with Water. Living with Water. <laughs> Let's now, you know what? Mamitas. This is amazing. If Landing on Water had a hundred person chorus. I wish that was not an accident. It would be amazing. It would be, right? I it would you, be I'll fucking give you that. the hippie dream that, would dude. be a better song. Let's remix. Uh, right, we landing, on landing on water with a hundred person chorus. Living on water, living with water, living on, living with or living, living on. No, living with water, living with water. Yeah, yeah. that's fucking awesome, Luke. That's a great <laughs> idea, man. <laughs> you did it. Oh, he's grabbing himself another mamito over there. No, oh no, what is he got? I'm a hollow here. Living with water. <laughs> Let's impeach Danny Korchmar for producing a shitty album. <laughs> thanks for coming on cooch though we yeah it. thanks yeah, man we thank appreciate you. that it's still a <laughs> shitty album and it's nowhere near as good as uh you know uh running on empty it's better you... than it's better than life i'll say it yeah, yeah that's true okay well one song makes it better than life which one and that's pressure pressure yeah, yeah. pressure's yeah. a good song and the videos the videos the videos I from landing on water videos, man. make up for a lot of that record if they yeah. didn't have those videos yeah they, those videos take it to another yeah. level do yourself sure. a favor go to neil young archives watch all the watch videos. all of the videos in they regard so to fucking landing great. on water well, i'm they sorry are. living with water living, living, living with, water. with water the hundred chorus version of landing on water <laughs> um uh yeah but I, I i i agree luke i think it needed to be rushed for what he's going for and for all that right. stuff but but i will say in defense of the of the version he put out the chorus to me adds so much to some of these songs especially yeah, living with to War. some of them that's where i i'm leaning right. more towards which ones do you lean shoe. towards uh because i especially living with war especially to me that whole chorus of people mm, like that's one where i'm oh, like god seriously you no know, actually that's one where i think the yeah. chorus doesn't work for me. Me too, man. What? I'm the yeah. same, yeah. Hearing Neil try to belt out the rocket's red glare alone, but with the chorus, it's almost like tear-jerkingly good. I think mm. Living With War needs that chorus, See, personally. I, I, I disagree. I like the version without the chorus better. <sighs> I don't. But I love the chorus on, like, After the Garden. I, yeah, yeah, the first song. Yes, yeah. after the garden. I like it. It works on. there. You know what's weird is I actually think... The, the could, Restless Consumer as well, but I don't know. Then yeah. I heard the... Uh, the uh, um, well, what do they call it? What does he call the other one? I call it the No 100, but what is it called? The other one? The, um, oh, in the beginning. In the, in the beginning. beginning, yes, thank you. The No 100. Yeah. I like that better. Actually. Yeah. No 100. Um, I don't know. I'm torn with with the 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 uh, restless consumer one because I like hearing what he says more. No, you need the chorus, but you that. need the chorus because of the like. Right. Don't need those. No, no need. need. Yeah. Same with let's impeach the president. Yeah. Because without that, and he's just going flip, 
Yes, yes. Flop! Yes. You know, and it's just kind of like... But there's something uh, kind of cool there. about it. There's something yeah. kind of fucking Neil Man about well, it. Well, the only thing cool was be watching him play it with a flip Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That Which would, brings this, us back to yeah. Jimmy Buffett. Ah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, do you... Should, do you want to just, get, just into get into it song it. by song and then yeah, um, do, do, do you guys ha- uh, have the like background more of the background as far as the process of recording this or did we we touched on all of it right i think i think so i, mean, it'll, it'll yeah. come up too I, I will say this about the chorus before we begin yeah neil said it was the most moving and inspirational overdubbing session He's ever been a part of really listening to those hundred voices. He said was just I mean that so must be power. Yeah, I can't it's imagine. Moving. And he he also said it was great because they were recording them in the Capitol Records studio. Yeah, where Frank Sinatra recorded all of his biggest awesome. hits. And he said he was like so excited about that. It was really great to watch them do. I mean, you you only saw snippets, but it was it was great. Yeah, but apparently um, he really like was moved. Yeah, I bet. I mean, I yeah. Huge That's why I like want to. B- bucket list thing for right. me is seeing like a symphony orchestra. Like, uh, ideally for me, it would be watching John Williams direct the Mormon Tabernacle <laughs> Choir. No, I just mean I just mean being travel. in a being in a room, being in a watching so many musicians play together, do at the right. same t- like, yeah. and having you know one of my favorites. Also, another one of my favorites, probably my second favorite composer, they're almost neck and neck for me, is Ennio Morricone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a moment in this album with the trumpet. The that, trumpet brings that out, man. Yeah, because did at you times notice it's that little, too? It's a little Western, little mariachi. Yes, yes it is. Absolutely. Also, one more thing about the chorus. Um, I also see it. At, he mentioned something, and I forget it, what interview it was, but it wanted, he wanted it to sound like... <clears throat> a, a mass of people, like yeah. a mass of people, was were wanting to bring this to it, I would everyone's assume, attention. Like the people yeah. are sick of this, so he wants a large yeah. group of people. And think about the um, the Greek chorus theory, right? So what's the? I've no, I don't think okay, I've heard so this. a Greek cor- like if a Greek play, right? It's so like they, the they have a chorus, so someone will say something, and yep. it'll be emphasized by the chorus repeating it. Okay, and then and um, isn't it also as like a warning too, right? In, well, it in, depends what the story is, but yeah. yeah, it's it's to accentuate those important moments, right? Yeah, whether it's a warning or a change in the story or something yeah. like that. Also, um, I thought this at first, but then I looked up the dates, and this was much earlier than when the Occupy. Then the Greek uh, protesting was going on. Uh, I don't on. think so, Shu. This wasn't earlier than the Greek. No, court. no. Neil's time traveling <laughs> vampire. Well, you're right. Shit. Oh, so he was right. at he was at the yeah. Parthenon, he was, right? Yeah. Yeah. With Brad Pitt, and they were thinking, you know, hey, the Achilles. fucking the fucking nice Trojans deal. are dicks. No, um, so the I'm op- gonna name you after condoms. The <laughs> yeah, you guys are nothing but cum socks. Hey, I got an idea. <laughs> um, so the Occupy protests, right? Yeah. So in some places, I think including Boston, they weren't allowed to use PAs or megaphones because then that would be breaking some kind of noise ordinance. It would give the police an excuse to come in and shut it down. So they used the Greek chorus. So a guy would give a speech, he'd say something, and then a chorus of like 30 people Hmm. would yell it out. That's awesome. So everybody could hear it. And so I thought that had something to do with this, but Neil put this out way before the Occupy movement happened. 
But it's still a that's a great. Uh, well, there's something about singing yeah, in yeah, unison yeah. four was years like, after. It was it was like yeah uh, four yeah it was 2011. Occupy was during Obama. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was 2011 Obama, early Obama early Obes. Um, but uh, no, that's I like that concept. That's cool. I've never heard that's that, really but I think cool, that's yeah. really cool. So that's kind of how I saw the chorus after yeah. a while, and I yeah. learned about that, yeah. and I kind of was like, okay, I kind of get the chorus now. Yeah, you yeah. want it to really be accentuated. You know, yeah, yeah, it's very, this. it's very powerful. Yeah. Um, so, how should we do this? Can we do it like? Well, let's do. Is it weird to do? We listen to the one from Living with War, and then we listen to the one from In the Beginning. Well, I, let's take a piss break because I got to pee, and then I'll we'll I'll play that interview with Joel. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, and then we'll I'll see if I can pull both up. At the door. I'll see if I can pull both up because only one is on the um, Spotify. Oh, really? Yeah. The other, the in the beginning is only on the archives. No, um, no, that's no. Are they both on Spotify? Yeah, yeah. I was listening to it today. Oh, I'll find. I'll we'll take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Luke's got to wrangle his kid and take a pee. I'll take a break. Um, you know, <laughs> it's five o'clock nuts, somewhere. Dude. So, oh Jesus. <laughs> But let's uh, let's go to that. Uh, let's go to the interview that I did with Joel real quick. Let me play a little intro music to that. Yeah, this is uh, an interview with yeah. Joel from Neil Young Canadian from Posting. Key West. Yes. Hello. What's up, man? Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Wait a second. I'm just gonna activate my camera. Hi. What's up, man? How are you? Yeah. How are you, Luke? <laughs> I'm doing good, dude. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, man. I'm uh, I'm I'm bummed that we're not zooming this one. The boys decided they wanted to come over because I have a bunch of leftover beer and uh, kielbasa. So, <laughs> you, you know, I get it. I I, I myself uh, do a, a podcast on the King of the Hill. I know oh, nice. I, I know you're a fan, <laughs> and, and uh, um, it's a it's the French Canadian version. Oh, uh, nice. So, uh, so uh, I know I, I've been doing uh, doing podcasts on Zoom all winters, all the all past year. So uh, ever since we can uh, get together again, uh, it's oh, yeah. always it's always better in person. Oh, beautiful! So this I'm thinking uh, this just kind of we'll call it a little mini interview here. Um, yeah. Okay. And uh, this is with Joel. How do you pronounce your last name? <laughs> uh, Demare Racine. I'm not, I'm not even gonna try it, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's the Fourth of July, right? Yeah. As right around the Fourth of July. So, uh, what's more American than memes? I don't think anything, <laughs> and especially memes about Neil Young. So, I figured right. we'll do a, a quick interview with you. You do the uh, you do you run it or did you start the Facebook? Yeah, page? I, it, I started the group about uh, six months ago, I think. Uh, and uh, I run it. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm the an, an administrator with uh, another uh, uh, another uh, girl I, I met on on this group, and and she nice. uh, and uh, she's got uh, great memes. We we both have great memes. You do. You, uh, you your <laughs> meme page is so for everyone who doesn't know, it's called Neil Young Canadian Posting. Yeah, and it is fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, Thank you. If, uh, in, like I said, there's nothing quite more American than Neil Young, and there's nothing quite more American than memes. So putting these two things together, my buddy Chris uh, turned me on to this page, and I was hooked immediately. And then you started uh, aiming some of them like off of episodes that we did, and it yep. was like this whole like wonderful world to me. <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah, j- j- just last week uh, on your e- episode uh, of. Uh, 
of uh, you know uh, what's the last one you did? Uh, we did uh, what have we done? Prairie Wind. Prairie Wind. We, the, the, yeah. the 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 second part. So uh, I, I was just uh, listening to the episode. Uh, uh, the the moment the moment you posted, and uh, when you met when you mentioned the the scene in The Simpsons. Yeah. I, I already knew what you were talking about. I got the reference, so I I, I did the meme. Oh. I did the meme uh, while I was finishing the episode. Oh, I was like, I, I gotta post it right there. And oh. uh, you know, I've been uh, I've been listening to your podcast uh, since since uh, September, I think. Okay. And, and uh, you know, uh, I, I, I'm a big, big, big fan of Neil Young. And uh, at first, I I, I was like. Mm, I don't know if these guys are the the, the real deal. So uh, <laughs> it just comes because I know so much about Niels, but yeah, but but uh, but you guys are, are are the best, and and you you know your shit. So so it, it's cool. Thanks, man. And whatever we don't, we definitely aren't afraid to just make it up. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, and I th I think what I'm learning too. What's nice is I I went into it just a crazy fan of Neil. I didn't know a lot. I still don't know a bunch, but I'm. It's kind of fun as we're going through these albums. I'm learning as much as as people listening. Like it's it's really fun, and I'm rediscovering them. So uh, when I reached out to you, I said, "Hey, I'd love to have you on for an episode or talk to you." Um, even though this is just a quick condensed thing, you did mm -hmm. mention "Living with War," which is the album we're on right now. In fact, this interview is right in the middle. This is going to be where we all take okay. our piss break. Okay. So, uh, what are your thoughts on "Living with War"? Yeah, so "Living with War" is probably my my uh, second favorite in the 2000s after Greendale. Okay. I I, I think it, it it just kicks ass, and um, this album is is very uh, very po political and. Uh, As a Canadian, I, I, I'm not uh, I'm not uh, as much relating to uh, sure. uh, uh, being uh, being at, at war uh, just uh, just like uh, Vietnam or uh, Iraq. But uh, I, I feel the emotions in in, in the album mm. as well. So I'm curious to to know. I'm looking forward for uh, the, the for the episode uh, you're doing later. I'm curious to, to know your sentiment about that because. Oh, yeah. Because um, it, 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 it's 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 kind of dated, but it's very like uh, like the songs about Vietnam. It, it's it's really like uh, it's, it, it's a picture. Uh, it's yes. a picture in time, and it, it's if the emotions are real, you can you can feel it, and you can uh, you can go back to those feelings. Uh, yeah. and I, that were I, happening at the time. I'm I'm sure I I'm sure I said this. In the point of this episode where we are now, I'm sure I said yeah. this to Mike and Russ, but I, I'm surprised by how much I like this album. Like you said, it's a it's a snapshot in time. Mm -hmm. It's like a perfect picture of uh, of that era, th that year. So it's uh, I don't know. I'm uh, I really liked it, and uh, but more importantly, I really like your memes, and I really uh, <laughs> it's just funny the things that get you through the pandemic. Like uh, I don't know. The, it's, like, it's it's a very specific page, and uh, yeah. and if you know your stuff, then 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 you you can you you can get the joke, and uh, I just uh, I, I I've got I've gotten pretty good at, at doing memes with my phone, so I'm pretty quick, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> just an idea pops in my head, and uh, mm. I'm I, I'm just gonna lay it out on the page. So real real quick, um, yeah. and we we won't take up too much more time because I think I might even hear Russ walking in, but um. What uh like 
we living with war, it yep. feels like an American concept. In Canada, do you guys like? Do you go? This, I'm such an idiot. Do you guys have wars? Have, is there a war that you're involved in right now? <laughs> we have a Canadian army, but people are not as patriotic, I think, as Americans. So um, maybe. Maybe the urge to go fight for your country is not as big. Mm. And, uh, you know, as the war in Iraq, I think, uh, I, I think the, the, the mission was kind of blurry for some. Right. For some. So pe people went and, and the, the mission changed. And, mm. and so, so it got conf confusing for, yeah. for some. So, so that, that's what's polarizing about Uh, this issue and this album. Uh, yeah. Did, did you watch the Deja Vu uh, documentary? I did. I yeah. Did, yeah. I was, yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. How, like, especially this many years, 12, 13 years removed, because I remember being there. I remember, you know, living kind of through all this and being swept up in a lot of the politics. And, but obviously now that we're so far removed, it's bizarre to me. <laughs> like, it's, It's so crazy to me that people were surprised that Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young did yeah. a protest song. Like, yeah. what did you what did you think they were gonna do? Yeah. It's just hilarious to me. And and then they're the perfect group to uh, emulate that feeling and yeah. that, those songs. And yeah. I, 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 I'm just kind of blew. Uh, it blew my mind so, uh, too that Neil just called and said, "Yeah, guys, uh, you want to go on tour? I got yeah. a brand new album. We're gonna do my songs. That's yeah. it. <laughs> oh, it's great. They, oh. They're, they're doing the hits too, but they're doing all Neil Young songs because because he's the best. He's and, the best. He's the best of them. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Stephen Stills. He uh, he he was very interesting. Yeah, he's, he uh, seems like a cool guy. Like he, you know, doing all that. The like going to the different." Yeah campaign stuff like rallying for people he liked but he he just did not age as well as some of the other guys i, I heard that that he, he has a uh, hearing problems oh. so so since uh, since he was a kid uh, his hearing is kind of it, it gotten worse uh, okay. from years so i i think it, i think it explained his speech problems gotcha Nice. Well, that makes sense. Um, and anyway, so Joel, I appreciate you coming on for a quick, uh, we'll, we'll call this the piss break interview. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, uh, what's your, do you want to plug some podcasts? Uh, yeah. Uh, the, my King of the Hill podcast, it's called uh, Henri Pissagang, the podcast. <laughs> so okay. uh, Henri Pissagang, it's, it's, the, it's the name of the French Canadian version of King of the Hill. Okay. And um, uh, I'm probably going to start a Neil Young podcast. But oh, hell yeah. Yeah, but it's not going to be a, a normal podcast. It's, it's more going to be like a, a musical documentary. So, gotcha. uh, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing this alone and in French too. So, uh, so it, it's for my my, my fellow my right. fan who, who doesn't know that much about Neil and uh, want to know more. So, uh, so it's gonna be in French uh, in French too. Well, but, we still uh, might have to be rivals, but you know, at, for now, where we're friendly, we can at yeah, least you know, shake yeah. hands. But once you start <laughs> that podcast, we have to become enemies. okay. Okay, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but definitely send me a link to that, and I'll post it on uh, on the web page uh, for the King of the Hill podcast. And uh, yeah, man, I'm yeah, uh, thanks. happy to talk to you. And thanks for all the memes. They're uh, they're hilarious. They're getting me through tough times. The more specific a meme, especially when I get it. 
the like the greater the joy I get from it. So <laughs> that that Simpsons one, and then the one you did, the Greendale one, uh, with the Leo. Uh, yeah, from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, oh my god, that was, <laughs> that was fu- so fucking Neil, man. A fucking Neil, man. But anyway, cheers to you. And, cheers, uh, Luke. Long may. I, long may you run and young and have a great podcast uh, with the guys. We'll do. I tell him you said hey. It's a nice fill. just keep it quietly playing because the that break he does mm-hmm. is yeah that's great he, like heavenly good yeah there's a lot of good hooks on this on yeah. this record yeah cool right here I do love that part a lot. There's a lot of that on this record. There's some just great, great instrumental. I just wish it was mixed better. I don't. I don't hate how it was mixed. I actually really like this song a lot. Uh, Musically, it musically, I think it's the best on the whole album to me. It's really fucking good. And it that that break, the lyrics, and and I do agree with you that this is one of the songs where the chorus works Mm. for me better. Yeah, because it's not like too much, you know. It's it's like right where it needs to be, and it doesn't sound awkward. Yeah, I just think Neil knows how to start an album. He just like yeah. this song rules. It kicks ass, and it's both versions to me are good. I don't have this yeah, one. I don't I, have a preference for really, actually. I agree. If anything, uh, if anything, it goes against what I was saying. I prefer this one because yeah. the chorus actually works. Yeah, I I just think this is. Some of this album reminds me of Zuma. You know, yeah, that if it, if, yeah. again, if Briggs was involved, it would probably sound more like Zuma or Ragged Glory, yeah. I think, at this point. And, um, but it does remind me of that where it, you know, he said he'd been wanting to get back to a loud electric album. And this was his, his chance to do it after a couple of, yeah. you know, after a couple of Especially sleeper AAA albums Prairie and, and Greendale. Yeah. You know, but yeah, some smooth Ben Keith love, but he wanted to get back to something loud. I'm really surprised he didn't go back with a horse on Yeah, this. Yeah, me too. Or snag Pearl Jam again. Right, this but, does remind me a lot of Mirrorball. Yeah, very. there are, yeah. there are definitely right. times. I, yeah. I think that in the case of Crazy Horse, just me speculating, he didn't want a, he didn't want to kind of have them organically go off on some jam. He yeah. wanted this message to be concise yeah. and not lost in a 12-minute jam, right. which is nice. And with Pearl Jam, 
you know, that's just not Makes someone sense. he could really kind of control, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, so a few just quick things about this song. Um, Roses, like right off the bat, I think he's the right choice for this song and for this record. I think he killed, like, his bass playing is just really good. It's He keeps it real simple, but, like, knows when to, he just, know, he makes all the right choices. Like, even during that breakdown, just, like, riding that, is the G or the E or whatever, is that boom, 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 and let Neil take you on that journey. I don't know. I just think him and Chad are really, yeah. they're a great band. Well, he's familiar with them. Yeah. You know, from Freedom yep. and from Prairie Wind. Yep. You know, these guys, those again, those are those grizzle vets who could pretty much play anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then the other thing is, uh, like, lyrically, I like this song because it's super ambiguous. It's Conspiracy Neil. And cool. Like, what, why did you say Conspiracy Neil? Just, I'm just being silly. Shadow man. Oh, yeah. Shadow government. Thing. What do you think this song's about? Well, all of that <clears throat> won't matter. The shadow government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything won't matter. You know, once America I think it's, isn't number one anymore. Yeah, that's I, right. I, I what think, that means. Yeah, after the guard, because they, yeah, I think it, that's a reference to Joni Mitchell's uh, Woodstock. She's singing about getting back to the garden. That's what Woodstock yeah. was. Getting okay. back to the ideal. Whenever, right? I mean, but after the ideal is gone, you're dealing with a lot of fucking shit. You see, know, yeah, corrupt I, politicians I, and businessmen. And as money. someone who grew up super religious, I can't not think of Garden of Eden when I hear right. after the garden. So to me, I think like Garden of Eden, the lie of America, the lie of the whatever. Like once the veil is lifted? <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. like the garden, we're gone. We're not in the Garden of Eden anymore, you know? Right. It could also tie in today as well. I don't think this is what he's trying to say in this song at the time. Maybe, but I doubt it. But this could also tie into like climate change. Like if the earth is the garden... After right. the garden's gone, every nothing else matters. You know, like we're killing the planet. You know, it, it, I don't think that's what Neil's saying here, but I think that it to, does tie in. I think lyrically, it could make sense. I think it's it's very so. ambiguous, like because he's saying after the after the garden is gone, but most of the stuff in the verse is set up to make you think it's pleasant. Like we won't need any war. We not won't like once things are good. But no, I don't think it's. I don't think it's pleasant. I'm just saying, I think it won't matter. You you think it's more, after it the won't garden matter. is we don't need we won't need to get a haircut we know won't need to get our shoe shine because after the garden's gone we're we're done yeah. every empire has an ending yeah and the U you know we always say this is the U this is the end of the U S empire and then something comes back but you know regardless of what you want to believe this is an empire oh we, absolutely we, you know we control oh, 100%. we control a lot of the planet we are Babylon. <laughs> Right, we are so that's, Rome. That's won't, what he's saying. After, after no, it's gone, yeah. you know, then yeah. none of that will matter. Mm. How about this line? Won't need no strong man walking through the night to live a weak man's day. Won't need no purple haze. Won't need no sunshine. I just hate after the Hendrix. Gone. <laughs> I pretended to like him for that one song. <laughs> well, I just I mostly mean that first part. No, that first line's great. What does that make you guys think of? Won't need no strong man walking through the night to live a weak man's day. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about putting on airs. I, I think putting on yeah, airs. or it could be like when you're blue and you don't stop. know where to go to. A strong man walking <laughs> through the night. You know, night. I think could like mean a, like under you know undercover. So shadow and again. a weak man's yeah. day is the front he puts out. 
Or like a cop or a military guy or something. I'm thinking more elected official. Okay. Like he's, he'll say anything to get elected. We need to really make our schools better. But then when he gets in there, mm. you know, he's just part of the system. It just, he said whatever he had to. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know. I just know I really like the song. I like it's cool, it. It's yeah. very ambiguous. I do like that this is, it's seems to be one of the ones where you, you can like kind of debate about what it might mean. Whereas yeah. all the other ones are like, well, very fucking right, on the, right on the goddamn nose. It's about Neil's daughter going to school. That's right. <laughs> God damn it, you're right. Shit, man. You want me to play a little of Thanks, the Ed. of the in the beginning version? Um, no, I don't. I don't think no, so. No, no, we all kind one. of agree the yeah. chorus works on this. Yeah, one. this one's. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's. This is where I feel like you'll have a huge difference. For so I'll do the regular version first. I like it here because I think this is what he intended for it to be. Along the with, yeah, along with um, "Let's Impeach the President" was a a mass of people. I like, agree. Of, like a yeah. voice, a voice of the. I people, think I just mean I like I like hearing Neil sing the words "I'm living with war" every day on his own. I would. I prefer it hearing him just. Do what would that. you think? I wish it would. Be, I wish it was like a hybrid. He's yeah. I wish he started it off and then they came in later. First verse is Neil. First verse and yeah. chorus. Yeah. Then, then it's they the come chorus. in. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree with that because it just would make. I don't know. Let's go. Let's see. I, I I see it as this song is saying not. It's not just soldiers. It's the soldiers' families. Yeah. It's the people who sent them there. It's the people they're fighting against and their families. And it's also everybody else, whether you have a family member who's serving or not, you're living with the fact that somebody's somewhere that is somewhere on false pretenses, killing someone in my name yeah. to pr- saying to protect me, but they're over there because of a lie. Right. Yeah. And so you're living with that every day and you're either you're, you know, it's like in George Bush's words, you're with us or you're against us. And that conflict is constantly going on. It reminds on. me of that scene in Hair. And it's funny because I just had this conversation with my friend Tristan who fought over it in, in Afghanistan. And, and we were having a conversation driving home from the movie, but I didn't bring this up, but you saying that now made me think of it. And I thought of it last night, but it wouldn't have made sense in context then, but... Have you ever seen the movie Hair? Mm-hmm. There's that scene where um, where fucking Claude, the main, one of the main characters, Claude mm-hmm. is the guy who comes from the farm, goes to the city, and is right. supposed to go. I believe in Claude. Claude Hooper Bukowski. Um, the line from the movie. I know. Yeah, you believe that Claude believes in God, and that's me. Yeah. John Savage. Yeah, that's yes. who we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where him and uh, I think what's the other character's name? Um, uh, Man, I can't. Oh, which one? I can't remember. Um, 
The main guy, Burger. No. Burger. Nope. No. Uh, Vic Burger from no. Hair. No, I'll find it in a second. But whatever. He he's Vic Burger in Paradise. Yes, Luke. That's <laughs> that's who I'm thinking of. <laughs> no, Lafayette. Lafayette. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where he, where he, they're arguing about him going to go into Vietnam, and Claude's like, "I'm going over there for you, man." And Lafayette's like, "Well, if you're going there for me, don't, man." You yeah, know, and he's like, yeah, yeah. "I don't want you, you know, like I don't need you to do that for me, like right. whatever." And so that reminds me of what you just said, like, uh, and, that, and this is what I was talking to Tristan about as well, where I was like. He was like, when you're there, you're you're no longer you're you're fighting for your brothers in arms that are with right. you. Yeah, you're. Well, there's many different reasons, but yeah, yeah. it's for I, the guy next to you. Yeah, it's that's essentially you want to take, take care of your. And your I don't want to speak for my friend. Right, we could have him on. He could talk to us about his experience if he wanted to, if we wanted to. But my point is, when we were talking, he was sort of saying that you're fighting for who, who you're with, even though you meet someone and you grow a bond and then next thing you know you're picking their fucking body parts up off right. of a blown up truck right. or whatever but right. like you know i was like i didn't ask anyone to go do some shit that makes no fucking sense for me you know and right. and I, it's just like a weird it's a weird thing you know it's, it's a really weird thing um whereas i we played a show recently uh called the vintage bazaar and there was a guy that was there who was like 95 he fought in World War II. To me, that's cut and dry as far as, like, you're fighting an actual enemy. Like, the Nazis are a fucking enemy. I mean, that to me is like that. Right, that's eventually a, they would make it here. Right. Yeah, and like so you that, had to meet and, them, and I don't even care. Even if they don't make it here, right. they need to be stopped. Right. Whereas, like, the whole, and I get that it's complicated because terrorism is a thing, and it, there's, there's, um, you know, extremist. Isn't that, it's isn't ex, that a, it's is, an extremist version of a religion, but, just like Christianity used used religion to enslave people. It's the same thing. But they're, I think they're coming that, over here and attacking us. We went over to fight the Germans and the Japanese before they could mm, come over here, and and so I'm just being the devil's advocate. Sure, here. So, yeah, that's fine. So that's why we went over to Afghanistan. And I don't Iraq. think that's why we went over to Afghanistan and Iraq. We went over there for oil, but and. Other. There's no oil in Afghanistan. No. There's only heroin. There you go. <laughs> Just want to make that clear. But my point is that yeah, this one feels different. They, they since World War II, they've all felt. Different. It's all felt like, especially fucking Vietnam. Because it was a Vietnam battle. Vietnam is a whole other. Because it was a battle of, it turned into a war of ideology. Yeah, it just so got we too fighting, convoluted. It right. just got too. And and I'm not the one to talk to about this because I was super into 9/11 conspiracies and stuff. So I'm not the guy to like talk to about this. Well, the, the, so the Vietnam thing because there's too much on the surface there that is like just so hard to ignore, especially well, between Dick Cheney and all that shit. Well, there's there's shadows how they knew about stuff beforehand. And, but for and, for this album specifically, yeah. Um, and I'm I would love to hop on the 9/11 train, but for just for this album specifically, the the shadows of of the Iraq War and Vietnam, he I think he covers those in waves, and I think for him, the I think you know, they even talk about the reason the tour they did was called Deja Vu is because it felt like that. It right. felt like we're just doing the same thing. Yeah, and he addresses that. Yeah, he addresses that in um, oh geez, what's the one about the the, the sister watching her brother in the parade? The fa- family, 
family? No, no, that's the Flags of Freedom. Flags, flags of, of Freedom. freedom. So yeah. he, 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 I think he covers that in Flags of Freedom. Yeah. That it's like, this is, you know, he, cause he references Dylan. It sounds like a Dylan song. We'll get to it. Yeah. We'll get, but I mean, yeah, there's a lot of that in here. Like, why are we doing this again? But the whole idea, like, I think you were, you really hit on something like, it's not just soldiers. It's not just soldiers' families. Like when there's a war going on, we all right. So your friend is living with war <clears throat> every day. Yeah. Right. Yep. And he will continue to. <clears throat> yes. So not only was but he doesn't not he, only was he living with war literally. Right. But then he brought he that home. home and it, yes. And he's still living with it. Yeah. And I don't want to get. I don't want to get too his, into it because no, there's been things it. between us that there's been. I'm not want to talk about him moments, personally. I'm yeah. talking about every guy who's gone over anywhere, man or mm-hmm. woman, who's gone over and experienced combat. They're bringing it back with them. Yes, 100%. so they continue to live with war, and yeah. their families continue to live with war, and the people around them that work with them or their and, neighbors and continue to it's live. It's tricky with that because war. they made that choice, right? And they had their reasons for making that choice, mm-hmm. and they might have been really young. And that's also and touched he does, on. And he tries and not to. That. He doesn't have regret, but now. there are things that happened there that are difficult for him to talk about because th- there's choices he wouldn't have made if he wasn't forced to make them, and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Which, again, going into that situation, you know you're going to be forced to make decisions you don't probably morally right want to make or whatever. And there's it just gets really. Weird. I and as me personally, I I know I would never make that decision. You know, like does that make someone weaker or less of a man no. or whatever? No, it's just. But you're still you're, living with you're war. You're still living with that. And now he, as one of my closest friends, yeah, you're right. That comes back. That energy. That mm-hmm. atmosphere. That it doesn't just go away. Right. You know. And so there's a lot to that where, you know, um, I don't know how to like talk about it without. Getting to, I can't like you don't talk. Have to. Yeah, but you don't have to because it, it's it's people understand. It's, it's hard for people who come covers, back from shit like that. But you it's know? not it's, just people who yeah. go to war. It's people who even have nothing to do with it. They right. read it like Neil. Okay, so he he didn't serve. Right. He never served. But much like when he was touring for Weld, they would watch CNN, and he was conflicted. Like I'm going out there and I'm trying to get everybody to have a great time. Meanwhile. Every day on the news, and he mentions it in this album, he mentions the, the words flat screen TV a couple of times because that's how we experience right. the war. The people in this room, that's what we know. So we are kind of, that's, it's distant for us unless you know somebody personally. Right. So like that's, we're also living with war because we see it every day. He saw it in a newspaper. He wrote all these songs. He sees it on CNN every day, and he's the kind of guy that will do that. He'll see something on TV. So that's what I'm saying. This song covers not just people that are actually in war. It covers that the whole nation lives with this war and deals with it in a different way. And that's where I think think the 100-person chorus works because it's all these people, and they all have different – each person has a different way of dealing with what's going on and knowing the fact that there's people getting killed somewhere – yeah, in your name to supposedly defend you, right? Whether or not you want them to, or or you might have even told them, "Hey, don't." Right, exactly. Yeah, and, and that's it, how they dealt with. I it. think this is a very powerful song too. Like it's like it feels like it's it's a declaration. Like it literally feels like well, and and to go back to what you said, it starts with the horn making a fucking dec- kind of make well, an yeah. announcement. But it yeah. is a yeah. very, and it's also like it's declarative, and you have a, he has a hundred people all saying like, "I take a holy vow," like. Yeah. It's. I think it's very powerful, and I think it's not. It's not pro or anti. 
and I don't think it's just straight up war war. I think it's like mental war as well, like hating your neighbor, you know, hating someone. Yeah, the, the, who all, doesn't believe all the what you believe? That cause or, war, you know, um, big and small. Because yeah. he even says like not to like doesn't isn't there a line about hate and stuff? You know, it's like it's not just like trying to remember peace. Uh, whatever. Continue your point. Sorry. Well, I'm just I, so I'm also right now I'm, I'm reading I'm rereading a bunch of King books in an. A, oh, really, order. Stephen yes. King? That's yes, crazy. I, know. I but, didn't know you liked that. <laughs> but I'm in a rereading. Uh, who re- has the time? <laughs> I'm rereading this book called Hearts in Atlantis, which is, at this point, I'm realizing it's my favorite Stephen King book. But there's a whole section. It's like a few different stories split in, in it, that make up one whole book. But uh, the second section, the Hearts in Atlantis part, just talks about going to college in the 60s and how like Vietnam got brought up all the time. And they talk about Vietnam and they talk about going to protests and the peace sign and and the you know what did they call it the footprint of the american chicken or whatever yeah. but yeah, yeah. where that the nuclear disarmament signal signal but uh it's it's really really well written and it's so crazy to me to watch the deja vu thing and to realize that these four guys wrote some of the theme songs for this like they were like a huge part of like yeah. of history of the of all the protests and i mean fucking like the uh like Ohio and even for what it's worth just became yeah. anthems. Right. And you can see them yeah. in the in the tour they redo some of these songs and there are people in there like Viet like with old like protest shirts like crying like yeah. saying you this was like their whole life. And it's I mean still is it's still it, that whole that the concept is still carrying on. I think Neil still feels very much like I I already was a part of something and if something is still going on that I disagree with, I, I need to be a part of it in any way possible. I think um, it's similar to Sleeps with Angels, but not with politics. More like, I've seen this story before. Yeah. I've seen great people, or I've seen people just kind of waste their life away, and drugs, or whatever it may be you know, mm. money or whatever it is, just turn around and become terrible people. Yeah. And then same thing here. It's it's like, I've seen all this before. Yeah. You know, and he touches on that in um, uh, Flags of Freedom. Yeah. You know, I can't wait till we get to that because that's basically the story of that song. Yeah. It's like, we've seen this all before. And I'm even repeating a song that was a protest song, you know, back then yeah. also. And same thing with the last song. Roger and out, you know, and that was like something you talked about. Like you went in for one reason and then you got there and you came back and you realized that wasn't the reason why we were there, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. people suffer for somebody else's agenda. Um, do you want me to play a little bit of the other version of this just to hear what it sounds like? The line that I was thinking of, by the way, was I joined the multitudes. I raised my hand in peace. I never bowed to the thoughts, uh, sorry, to the laws of the thought police. I take a holy vow to never kill again, to never kill again. To me, that's more about the mind. Yeah. And less about this. I'm just going to skip to a part where you hear him sing.
just doesn't have the same power but it, to me. I think I agree with Russ. I think if you did the first verse like this and the second verse with the whole thing, it might be weird. Here we are, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking Neil songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like, what this podcast is about. That's true, yeah. But no, I, yeah, this is a really powerful song. So I, I like it a lot. And in the, you, got, you guys got to watch the tour thing. It's, it's pretty fascinating. Um, Let's do Restless Consumer. Restless Consumer. See, this is where I think it doesn't work. Okay. I think a, a single voice storyteller in this Except instance. Except for this part. Just doing the... Yeah, no that works. I hate this B-52s thing he does. No more lies. No more lies. What it feels like. It I no ain't fooling. No more lies. Yeah, the no need, no more. Don't need no That's, more lies. It's so funny. Yeah. That's, it, that, Give me a refueling. <laughs> I don't know why that, that annoys me. I do like this song a lot. Whammy, kiss me. It's that's All I think of is the don't need no more lies. No more lies. Ugh. But I, when you hear when you you can see little clips of him recording this song too, and I'm like, oh man, this is a good tune. Yeah, the only, I, it's a great song. I well, just this think goes that, to what I was saying also about the oil thing. Like Neil addresses it right here, right? Because the U.S. does control oil in in Iraq still. The second largest oil reserves in the world. Yeah, yeah. The, to me, that's not a coincidence. Right. Of course, exactly, yeah. and that's why we're involved in Venezuela. Yep. And I mean, that, I, you know. I think it's every country except for like three. I, I think it's almost every other fucking country in the world that the U.S. has some kind of control over oil, except for like three countries. Yeah, but well, I don't know. We probably have some control, but the shadow man is in there making sure. Well, also, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I'm concerned about with this song is sexual death. <laughs> Sexual death and diarrhea. Diarrhea and sexual death. Do you think this album would have had the same impact if he called it diarrhea and sexual death? Like called the whole album that? Mm. Let me me ruminate on that for a while. This has a lot, man. It's got the oil stuff. It's very critical. It's very, I mean, obviously there's the general like consumerism, the war for oil, the healthcare industry stuff. It's all about how the government... And how companies sell stuff 
to the American public yeah. and make us believe one thing as opposed to how the rest of the world sees us. Mm, yeah. So it's like, you're, you, you got to take this. There's going to be some side effects, but you'll be a better person. And then you'll be that girl asleep in her hotel room. Right. Dreaming about, you know, the economy or whatever. And like, then there's the other people in the world who are like, you know, hey, you have all this medicine. You know, why don't you help us out? Because we have sick people here too. How about right. instead of bomb us, you know, you send us some of that medicine. This and is a heavy this is a heavy album. Well, yeah. I mean, that's it's For all sure. about this this is all about how like, you know, CNN and the White House sell the war. Yeah. You know, it was it was think about how the Iraq war was was sold to us. They had um what do you call those things you stand in front of when you're on TV? Scrims? You know, they're like banners. Yeah. And they say, you know, they, you see it whatever any kind of sports you watch or anything it'll say ESPN and or it'll say Gatorade on the back. And then with this it was like it was like Operation Iraqi Freedom. You know, they had a logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had they had it a, was a brand. Yeah, they it was a yeah. brand and they had to sell it. Colin Powell had props when he went to the UN to try to sell it to them. He had a, a vial of what was it? The the ricin or whatever that supposedly Saddam Hussein had and he had a vial and he was saying he's got tons of this stuff and weapons that he can deliver to Israel and possibly the United States and all this stuff like that. There's nothing in there. It was probably fucking sugar yeah. or something like that. You know, it's, it, it yeah. was sold. And that's what I think this song is about. The war was sold to us. Yep. Medicine is sold to us despite, you know, having, you know, okay, well, I feel better, but I can't get an erection anymore. Oh, well, we got a pill for that. Right. You know, well, I'm, I'm shitting my pants. Well, we got a pill for that too. Yeah. You know, and it's it's so it's all about how we're being sold a certain thing, but the rest of the world is being sold something else about us. Well, and it's again another song that feels like it's kind of timeless. I think like this song is just talks about the general distrust we have and how even like it started creeping up, you know, around the, the Vietnam War and got and then with this one even more. But even still, like. At this point in time, people generally like they just kind of threw politics was a side thing, and now fa- fast forward thirteen years later, and no one trusts the government, and it's uh, it, it's entertainment. Now. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's like wrestling. Th- this whole album has and and it things get really tricky. So I don't want to sound. I don't want to come off too, you know, like I'm trying to say that I have any kind of answers to any of this shit or whatever. But like. When I was talking to my friend, and 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 there's another layer to it as well because he's a black American, you know. So, and he fought over there, and and we were having this really great discussion because we were, he was talking about guns and stuff, and and he was like, "Well, would you want the police to have guns?" And I was like, "No, I wouldn't want anyone to have guns." And and which again, this is my own personal thing, and we don't need to like talk about this too much here, but. Um, and he was like, well, if you're fine with the police not having guns, then I'm with you. If no one's having guns, fine. No one has guns, then whatever. But we were on these topics, and we were talking about all these things. And I was talking about, because it was the 4th of July, we were having this discussion. And, and I was saying how it's really tricky because as much as I'm grateful, really fucking grateful and blessed and have many privileges, obviously, especially as a white American and stuff, that I can have clean water and a roof over my head and like I can get cool enough in the summer and I can, you know, stay warm in the winter and all that shit, right? 
is we're always sold, we're always being sold something, you know, the, the, this, this American dream, this American lie, which I think is what America, uh, sorry, what Neil is talking about here in a lot of ways, especially with the healthcare stuff, is that where it gets weird is that I've been to third world country, uh, I've been to Ethiopia, Africa, and I met people in Ethiopia, Africa. I've met like little kids who, even though they didn't have the access or the privilege that, that I have to clean water for like, let's just take that one huge thing, right? They were some of the most seemed to to be or radiated the most like joy and um, gratitude. They emanated like life and happiness with the simplest thing that, that they, that there was a- access to them whether it was a ball that they made out of cloth and a plastic bag, you know, and were able to like play with each other with that. It, to me, that felt like freedom in a way, which I know sounds fucked up as an American, but it just was, and obviously I have the benefit of the perspective, you know? Um, well, access to clean water brings about a lot of freedoms. You yes. Have otherwise. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But my point is that to take that out of the equation and, and, Minus all the other bullshit that this country is constantly fucking shoving down our throats. There's, there's not a high suicide rate in places like that, really. That people want to live. They, they, like, here it's people are so fucking bogged down by all the fucking bullshit that's constantly, ha- it's just endless. It's just fucking endless. I don't know if anyone, this is silly to bring up, but I don't know if anyone watched Bo Burnham's Inside. Did I you guys? I couldn't get into. Did it. you watch it? Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever you think about him, but like, there are some great points he makes. Sure. And there's that one song where it's like, "Welcome to the internet" or whatever, and it's it's like a little bit of everything all of the time, you know. And like, America is just constantly. Mm. And this was 2006, so shoot, like to your point, even with him like releasing this, things weren't what they are today. Even no. even in this small span of time, it was just starting, just starting. Facebook was just starting. all that shit was yeah. barely happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, baby steps as mm-hmm. far as where we've MySpace. gotten to. Yeah, everything. Right. Yeah, that's what it was at the time, probably. Chat rooms. Yep, yep. You know. It was very minimal, and then now it's explosion. But like, um, there's just different levels where you can. It's good marketing that you can because we have clean water and because we have roofs over our heads that you can say like. This is freedom. This is America. Just turn a blind eye to the all the other weird, shadowy shit that's happening. You know, like I mean, I don't know. There's so many. There's so many. I don't even. I wouldn't even know where to fucking begin. And I'm not saying that I'm not grateful. It's just that I don't know. I really. I'm not sure what's worse. Which I know might sound really shitty to say, but I, that's why I think that's what Neil is dealing with in this record as well which does make me appreciate it more right it does make me appreciate it a lot more and i do lean more even more now that we're talking about it so much with shoe where i think there are some songs even with this song the only part i really like the chorus on i already said is the no needs because it just it just works like song structure wise to have them doing that call and answer thing but otherwise i don't like them every, anywhere else in the song so anyway so long ramble I hope I made some kind of a point, but it's just, it's tricky, man. All this stuff just brings up a lot of really tricky shit. This is a tricky album. There's a lot of deep stuff and a lot of thought provoking stuff in it. 
So it's it's weird. Like it's just it it's weird. It's I feel like this is a different episode than our normal ones because it's like there's not a lot of. I mean, there's lots of room for jokes, but it's also like <laughs> I was going to say this definitely started. Yeah. We just made some B fifty two jokes, That's some elder, but I mean, some elder bush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, right. we're, we, I think we've reached we're our just quota. going down deep. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go down deep stuff, and like, I yeah. mean, the whole and I know that I'm also like the youngest with one more. here, and I don't have as much perspective as you guys. But you know, it's it's just like it's it's weird stuff, man. It's weird stuff. So, well, he addresses the you know how come how do you have the money to pay for war? And you can't pay for, mm-hmm. you know, we have sick people over here. Right. You know? oh, man. So that's, that's, yeah. that's part of the selling of America. Like, yeah, and we it, got it made here. You know, what's the we song? Got it made. Is it coming up uh, where he talks about the religious stuff too? Cause that line, oh man, that really. Well, we don't need to, no, is, yeah. we don't need no jihad. And no, 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 no. He talks about like um, using, uh, we'll get to it, but. It reminds me I'm hijacking religion to get yes, you elected. Yeah, yeah which is absolutely which is absolutely Trump. Yeah. I yeah. mean, hundred percent. Yeah, because people don't want to think. They'd rather let their they'd rather yeah. let their priest but I'm or whoever to, tell them how yes, to vote. I'm listening yeah. to this podcast about the whole Liberty is it Liberty University thing? Yep. Jerry Falwell's Falwell, college. that yeah. whole thing. Yep. American people were are paying were are I'm pretty sure still are paying for that school to exist. Yeah, and, and well, that's that's taxpayer like money is going to this yeah. school, which is the, the like when you really dig into not just the Trump shit of that school, there is like fucked up shit in that school. Yeah, of course, like yeah. really fucked yeah. up shit in regards I have, to I have like, a friend who who went who graduated from there. Really, and he's one of the nicest and smartest people I've I've I know. Um, but he didn't like. He's a devout Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't preach it. That's just his business. Right. So, you know, he, he, he said that, you know, that's what they want you to do. They want you to go out there and and preach the doctrine of, you know, anti-homosexuality, you know, Mm pro-Christianity, you know, all that shit. And, but every school's like that, Russ, every Americans, like every school gets a tax break wherever they are. Yeah, I just think it's fucked up when it's so tied. Like it's evidently tied to a, a like a religion like, right. doctrine. To and then me. you could say, well, that becomes so complicated for me. That's like that's fucked up. But that, then there's a place like Hampshire College, which is like the exact opposite of liberty, and you know they're they're getting they're getting that money. Yeah, too. and I can't talk about that because I don't know enough about it. I just know so much about what like right. super what evangelical about, Christianity does. What gets me about those schools that are so tied to religion is sometimes they don't pay taxes. Right. That's the, my point. Right? It's like, you know, like, they're like not churches taxes don't pay taxes, which is and bullshit. Yet we're paying for them to right. exist. Right. If you're making money, you should be paying taxes. They're making so much money too. Right. That's what this podcast money. is about. It's, yeah. it like really delves into the disparity between how much, the millions that right. the Falwell family see, that's, is getting. That's what you need to sell your brand. Yeah. That's what this song is about. You, yeah, yeah. You know, it's selling a president. Yeah. And they all do it. Yep. They have their brand. They have their logo. They have their message and their platform. They have their testimonials and their endorsers. Like it's, a megachurch. Like it's, a, yeah. They've gone through focus groups. They've done, yeah, yeah. It's a sales campaign. It's, a, it's 100%. You know, that's the yeah. business I'm in. That's right. what radio is. The I'm re- selling the restless consumer, yeah. right? Yeah, and so you're you're more, being, more, more, more. So when more, you said more, there's more. when you said there's yeah. like there's everything all the time. Yeah, everything's being sold to us all the time, and there's a point where you're just like, 
I can't take it anymore. I'll just take the. I'll just go this. I'll just vote for this person. Yeah. I don't. I don't yeah. want to think about it anymore because you're so worn down. Yeah. You know. I don't care anymore. I'm just going to buy this car. I don't even want to negotiate anymore. I don't want to fucking search for it. You know. I don't want to have to think. I'd rather have this person think for me, and that way I can then, watch my TV yeah, and yeah. take my pills. Yeah. You know, and have my Fourth of July party. And that's why yeah. I, I, my. That's what I'll say it. And this is just me, my own opinion, but true Americans vote third party, and that's all I'll say. Right on, so. brother. Um, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. What are we on? Ooh. We just did the rest. Was shocking on. The drums are the loudest thing in this mix, man. This song's more about the message. Do you think this would you think this would have been better with Crazy Horse? This is the one song, one of the songs where I first wrote, why is this not a crazy horse? But Mike brought up a really good point. So about you brought up that whole point about um, how if this was the horse, he doesn't want to risk. Was that Mike or Luke? Yeah, he, does, he, he doesn't want to risk them like going off on right. yeah, when he's trying yeah, to get a message. It's a different vibe. Uh, we don't need it. Can you go to like two thirty ish? This is where that like, this is where I really feel the like Django Unchained trumpet thing. Uh, so yeah. listen to the end of this, and then I want you to find another song. It might be annoying, but it's coming up. Right here. That is just like, it's very similar. I think it's this song where in the Django Unchained soundtrack, I think it's called Trinity Titoli, Annabelle El Cantori Moderni is what, it, what I wrote I down. This is what it's called. called. But it's when, yeah, it's on, if you just put in the Django Unchained Nothing's up. soundtrack, it's the last song on the Django Unchained sound. You don't have to do it, but... I can't. It's nothing's working. And I, it doesn't matter. Do you think Neil was listening to a lot of cake at this point? That's why there's a trumpet in there. <laughs> That's very cakeish. Yeah. yeah, it is kind of cake. There's a lot too. of cake moments. It's very there. like Ennio Morricone. Very, you know. Yeah. But uh, you know that song, Luke, where it's like, when you see him shoot a gun. I know the one. Oh, yeah. yes. You know, yeah, that one. I know. I'm very familiar with the Django soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I like this tune. I like how it takes the historical perspective. Like there, while it's going on at the time. He's saying history's not going to treat this very well. Yeah. And he says that. What's the line? The history history was, was the cruel judge of overconfidence. Yes. And that's what Shock and Awe was, right? It was which like, was, we'll show them what he got, they'll give up. Which war was Shock and Awe? That was this one. That was this one, too? The second invasion of Iraq. Okay. Yeah. Because Mission Accomplished was uh, the Iraq also. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When re- nothing really happened, yeah, you know, and it's like it's like any other time you take down a dictator, it's just constant civil war, for, right? And then how about the time traveling vamp of it all, where he talks about this golden photo op, right? And our chief, and then it made me think of Trump by that fucking church yeah. with the upside down yeah. Bible, and but that's what mission blasting protesters was. in the face with fucking. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. got the president getting off the plane, dressed yeah. in a friggin' <laughs> yeah. Air Force suit or Navy suit, you know, because he's a pilot too. And he's up there like, I'm just one of the soldiers. Yeah. You know, but it was just a shitty decision. You know, look at, let's look at the, briefly look at the history of, um, of uh, Afghanistan. <clears throat> okay. So 
I think it was, it may have been the Mongols, and then it was like the Indians, and then it was like the British, and then the Russians, and they all invaded Afghanistan over centuries, and they were all driven out mm-hmm. and, and absolutely accomplished zero. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's what we're going to do, too. Yep. And we've been there longer than all the other people that were in there before. Well, maybe, yeah, the, yeah, we've been there now longer than the Russians. And the, the, that war brought down the Soviet Union. It did? That they sunk so many resources into Afghanistan and That's, so many people died. Isn't that like our number one? Isn't that where most of our money goes is the military? And Yeah, all our money goes to the military. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And then it also goes to propping for up foreign governments. For what? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> anyway. You know, so that. And, and, and there's a line in here, shoe, which goes to what you're talking about and goes back to what we were saying earlier. Thousands of children scarred for life, millions of tears for a soldier's wife. Both sides yeah. are losing now. Heaven takes them in. Thousands of children scarred for life. Right. So it was, it's because we, we went in there to change false pretenses, yeah. and it's, been, it's useless. So there's the dying on both sides, completely yeah. useless. Yeah. This song's very much that we've, we've done this already. We've done this right. before. Yeah. We're just doing the same things again. Over yeah. and fucking over and over. Over and right. over again. Yeah. Dark Tower. Sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. Um, anything else? You want me to move on to the next? Yeah, let's go on to families. All right, I'm trying to conserve battery life because I got 5%. Uh-oh. But, uh, oh, God. No, we'll, we'll be all right. This song is worth watching the, um, the Deja Vu thing for because it's like a real... Really? Because I don't like this song. This is probably my gut song. Can't hear it. Yeah, I know you're right. Like, this mix is terrible. Can you actually go to the other one? I want to see, like, back-to-back what the big difference is. Because I think you can hear him way more. I'll fast-forward a little bit. See? Yeah, you can. Won't you celebrate our yeah. He's a little up. The bass is up. Yep. Yeah. This is one where I, I'll, I'll agree with you. This is one of the songs I think would have been, is better. I mean, really, you can hear the difference there. Like, you can't fucking hear him barely at all in that right. first one. And that and and that has to do with some of the mixing. And and when did there was like mo- a month's difference? Not not a month. I mean, months difference between the release. I believe, right? Um, uh, the release of what of the two of the two? Versions? Yeah, the two different ones. Uh, let me let me. Let well, me he put out in the beginning after I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that was. So, I think so it was years. Living, yeah. no, it wasn't. Living with War original one with the hundred choruses five oh eight two thousand six, and then in the beginning was twelve nineteen two thousand six. So half a year. So he had some time right before Christmas. Yeah. Um. This is your cut song. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think this has a great another one of those great hooks I was talking about musically. Yeah. You know, I think it's just, it's a really melodic, despite the mix, it still comes out as melodic. I like the message in it too, and we were talking about this earlier, is that he was trying not to so 
<clears throat> much focus. He was focusing on the people, the people that yeah, the are people dealing that are with suffering. it directly. Yeah, so the yeah. soldiers and their families. I think he covers that well enough within the last song, and this one just. But I'm, this one, I don't know. I the, don't. I agree with you, but I think uh, that I think this I song like is the reason he wanted to put the album out as one whole thing instead of song by song because he didn't want anyone to skip this because this was his. Yes, I, this seems very ant- like people just th- immediately dismiss this because it lets impeach, impeach the president. Anti elder Bush, because yeah, of the anti elder Bush. But uh, <laughs> no, this is anti. But this is Bush. very like specifically like like hey soldiers, like I'm on your side, like you're going through some shit, and obviously like I don't agree with the war, but like when you come home, we want to make sure we take care of you. Well, yeah, and it goes to what you were saying, how he said this isn't like a partisan thing. It's Yeah, right. I His believe it's like, it, won't you try to do us justice because we want to be just like you and your family. And right. they can't be because they've taken this job, yeah. you know, that it's they might not come home. And, yeah. they're, and they're away for home, from home for, you know, years at a time at yeah. some point. Yeah. So I think he's just trying to bring light to that fact. That's why I kind of think it fits in this whole concept he's going on here. Well, I mean, it's either this one or the next one for me as far as cut songs, so... All right, I want to hit that. Anything else about this, Mike? You you like This is the first song that he wrote. This is the this first one. Was? Yes, yeah, after, he, after he saw that newspaper, he wow. went back. He wrote this. He wrote. I'm Restless surprised Consumer it wasn't. What was, what, was, what was the one that we just did where he talks about the flags over the boxes and stuff? Restless Consumer. I think you're right. Yeah. 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 So he wrote this one and Restless Consumer. Those are the first two he wrote. I was gonna say because. Yeah, the, the restless consumer. The line is, "Don't need no box. Don't need no more boxes. I can see covered in flags, but I can't see them on TV. Don't need no more lies." That was what I would have thought would have been the first one, especially if it's judge going off the picture that he saw and stuff. You know, because like that whole casket thing and the right. boxes and flags over the right. boxes and oh, shit. Looks at flags. We're talking about them anyway. Yeah, again, I dig what he's saying, but I just, I don't like this song. I think this is my cut, actually. I like this because this is where he's comparing what's going on at that time to Vietnam and that whole, we've already been through this. Why are we we buying this again? Yeah. Why are we following this I feel like he's already covered it, though. And I like the way he fits in Chimes of Freedom by Dylan in there. Yeah. How it sounds like that. And there's a little bit of bar. You like that, because you hate when he does the fucking calls out. I don't, I hate it in that one instance. There's a line in this song. I I thought it was in this song. It's the, uh, that really like, I like it a lot. Have you seen the flags of freedom? What color are they now? Do you think that you believe in yours more than they do theirs? Somehow? I do like that line. It's well. a fucking great, it's a great line. line. Yeah, because it just call like it, it just I don't know. It calls into question like the like overzealous nationalism without thinking 
about anything else. Yeah. Like, right. you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we have. Love it or leave it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. No, you're right. I, I, I think, think I just get instantly turned off by the title. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's great. You can't do that. But I do like that well, he's that, calling that, it out like Alabama, you, like Alabama. How do you or feel about Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> like, <laughs> even if you don't like Bruce Springsteen, do you feel that same way because it's called Born well, in the I, USA? Well, I'm not saying I don't like Bruce. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. the Well, that's what I mean. I, it's tough. It's tricky with songs like that because. Or Rocket in the Free World. Rocket in the Free World is the same thing. It's like people can take that and. And and, yeah, and and they have and they have. I mean, yeah. people use rock, that's what Trump was using for his rallies was right. rocking in the free world. And yeah. I mean, people you do that with Rage Against the Machine, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. It's crazy that that happens, but it happens. And it a part of me makes it like I just love that line cringy to me because of that. But but this song is totally not that. Song. No, it's not. Yeah, you're not. You're this right. This is about making the same mistakes over again, over and again. Yeah, and how families are affected by that, by the decisions of people in charge. I who don't, don't know what it is. Pay attention. I to don't history. know what it is. I wish I could tell you, but the, these two songs, I get bored by. All right, I don't, song, I don't like them. I, song, I don't know why. I don't. Know. I think that, I agree with. I swear to God, I, I agree with everything both of you were saying, and I see what you're saying. And this that line in this song was the one line where I was like. I like that line so much. The, the line makes the whole song for but, me. But, it's but just, I know what I you're don't saying. know. Maybe it's the mix or something. I just can't. Sure. At this point in the album, I'm like, fuck. I get it. I just don't want to listen anymore. I'm with John Locke. I'm like, I lose it somewhere in here. I'm like, I, I don't know. That's fair. Yeah, maybe too, too much of that mix. Okay. Or something. But And I, I did like the in the beginning versions better. I'll say that. Maybe you guys don't as For much. For this song specifically? These songs in general. Like, I was enjoying listening all the way through more to In the Beginning, maybe because the mix is better. I don't know what it is, and I'm with Shu. Some of the songs, we've already talked about them. I think it's 50-50 for me. Or not even, it's 80-20. It's Most of them, I like these versions better. Yeah. I just start to lose it here, so. That's fine. But I agree with everything you're saying, and you're making completely valid points. It's just something for me. I just, it, I don't like it. Yeah. You want to hit? You want to hit yeah, the? Want to hit move. the? Hit the hook? Yeah. Let's hit the hook. The song rules. So, the uh, that was a bad fade. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Normally, I fade all right. The, when he plays this yeah. on the deja vu uh, that's thing, that's so cool. He does it with the flip flop. I would love to see that. He does it with the flip flop, but he, he gets booed hard, or they all do hard. Really, people walk out, and they they're interviewing people as they're walking out in this dock, and people are like, "Fuck him! I didn't come to hear like." Like a protest. Song. No, I came to hear Ohio. <laughs> yes, that's all I could. I think came of. to hear Alabama. Yeah, our Southern man. Southern I came man. to hear Southern man. It's Play so... Southern man. Shut up with the politics. But it was. Yeah. That's kind of. That kind of. Sorry for a second. That's no. kind of what you're talking about. 
Yeah. It's like people will look at the title. Yeah, yeah. And be like, yeah, this is a pro-America song. Well, it's like, well, maybe you better listen, listen to lyrics. Yeah, listen close. You know? People yeah. were fuming. Yeah. And that's just, that was the time, right? Yeah. Like, you're, you're for us or against us. This is the language that was used to sell this war. You're yeah. for us, evildoers. Yeah. You're either for us or against us. You're for us or for the axis of evil. They were given a brand. Yeah. You know, so it's like you couldn't, there couldn't be any gray area. Yeah. yeah. It was know? great though because they showed when he first starts playing it because no one had really heard it before and he posts the lyrics up when he plays it. And it's, and some people are like, yeah, like they're right behind him. And then some people, they just do this and like glare. And then people then like <laughs> choruses of booze. That's and fucking Neil, man. During dude, this tour, and he, yeah. they all love it. And say what you, I mean, CS, CSNN, they're fucking for it too. They don't give a shit. They're like, we're going to say what we're going to say. Yeah. But the whole part of the tour is that he Yeah, brings, I don't know if they have as much balls as Neil. He brings they a, have to have him with them. Maybe but, I'm wrong. But, but this tour is they bring a big mic, face it at the audience. Like so they can at hear the beginning, the hear the booze and stuff. It's <laughs> awesome. Because that's a part of it. I think Neil wants right. everyone to know this is how you're reacting to this. Yeah. Right. This is your voice too. Yeah. Yep. Which makes the hundred voice choir more more cool. I think you need no, the hundred right. voice choir in no, this. I, song. I agree. I, I agree. I just you know, um but yeah, yeah, that's really cool, man. That's so fucking Neil, man. Yeah, that's you know, that was so much of the time. You couldn't if you said any kind of criticism about the war or about the president. Which is the most American thing you can do? Yeah, of course. You know, criticizing yeah. your government, petitioning your government without, you know, uh, uh, it's it should be right because no, our, it is our, Ross. It's not should be. Yeah, it's part of our constitution. Right. Yeah, but it's that's what that's what Amendment. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is that is is we're supposed to be built off the fact that people would be murdered for criticizing the king, right? Right, and yep. now. We can't criticize the president, you know. Right. All of a sudden, right. we're we're not yeah. Americans. Yes, which really pissed me off at that time yeah. because, and that's what tr- the same shit with Trump was. Right. Yeah. I mean, and Obama too, but but with well, no, that's just a certain group. There are certain, certain groups. Group, it's the extreme yeah. right and the extreme, extreme left. Extreme left, yeah. And you can't say anything bad about Trump or Bernie or whatever because then you're either a fucking MAGA hat wearing asshole or I you're a fucking lefty lib. But. You know, well, I would I'm say just, Hillary. I'm, I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking of the extremes. I don't think Bernie's the extreme left. Oh, though. yeah, he is absolutely the no. extreme left. Why he's do you a, think they sold him out and went with Biden and Hillary to begin with? Because they couldn't sell him to middle America. I think he's, I think he's super left. I don't, but yeah. I don't. I also, I don't think that's a bad thing. No, I, I, I'm told I would have yeah. voted for him in yeah, a second. I just mean that I don't think. Yeah, maybe you're right. Because look at me being like. Wait, 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 Bernie's... Right. Well, what yeah. are you well, saying about Bernie? <laughs> yeah. But like Mike's saying, if you take that and amplify it, then that becomes the dragon that you're fighting. Like, well, you can't... And it's like, that's why, like, yeah. again, for all the... I didn't vote for Biden. I'm a third-party guy. Will be forever from this point on. But my friends who did, they're, they're not afraid to criticize him because... They're not lunatics who are who are now putting up right, Trump yeah, yeah. twenty twenty four signs. Yeah, they're not. I've seen yeah. four of the like guys. Oh, they're everywhere now. Guys, right, at yeah. first I was like I, I was angry, and now I'm like I feel really sad for a lot of these people. Like, but if you if you follow someone like that, like you can't say yeah. anything bad about them, and you never criticize them, that's a cult. It's a cult. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, I'm not like that with Bernie. All you're like that with Ben Keith. I mean, yeah, but come on, so it might be a problem. Yeah. We might have sit you yeah. down. Well, he's not alive, so. Is he? 
<laughs> Come on, don't get me all excited. Ben Keith you bring Ben Keith into the room. Oh, long Ben Keith conspiracy. Surprise, Russ. It's yeah. Ben Keith. <laughs> he was hey, Andy Kaufman. Hey, he was hey, Andy Russell, Kaufman. Russell, long grain here. Yeah. My friend Old Silver Gold told me. <laughs> Andy, oh, Andy. damn it. I thought we were going to get through without an Old Silver Gold. Let's impeach Old Silver Gold for what, what I was what, what I was trying to say, and this is only going to feed into it even more, oh, boy. is that I, uh, the only things you can really find on Bernie is, is just that he, uh, he wrote a book and made some money off of writing a book. You can find anything you want on anyone. I've done no, I've done deep dives on Bernie. Man. Ju- There's but not I'm, much. What you I'm can saying find is like it, only that he like had only when it gets to the point he ends up endorsing Biden or Hillary, even though he's against a, a lot of what they believe. He's in. against almost everything they believe, but he still yeah. backed him. But he still backs which annoys me. Which to, is I that's because, the end of the day. That's the one thing I will say because he needs but, that Democratic money. He needs the yep. well. He doesn't. He, yeah, he does. He's a company mm. man. At the end of the day, mm. yeah, he is. Yeah, but. He Why was didn't ju- he just, he was run just on marching? His own he was just marching in a parade in Vermont for like. I'm not saying th- he's still he's he's putting the work in that they're not. But anybody can what, march in a parade. No, and I, and yeah. I love essentially okay, down but to I the get, core. I get fucking texts I, and emails every day from Bernie, yes. where I you can do the research and see that he's actually campaigning for causes that he believes of course, in. Of okay. course, and, he has, is. and is raising. I can show you numbers and texts. Of course, he and is. Constantly, he's well, he's a, doing work, putting in work for things. But, that he's since the beginning. Don't you think he could have done more work? I'm as not president saying he, of the United States. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And why did he just lay down? He didn't lay down. He, he totally laid down. laid down twice for Hillary and then Joe and Biden. And then Biden. What I else hate to is say he going to do? What else was he going to do? Run on a third party ticket? Yep. I don't. Yeah. Me. I agree. I agree. Because we're going there anyway. Ross Perot got 22 percent of the vote when he ran. I'm sure Bernie could get Bernie that. Bernie would have tripled better. it. Yeah. He was filling. Ralph stadiums. Nader got 20 something percent, didn't he? He, or did he get less? He than that? he got scared and late. And the first time, I don't fault him. The second time, I'm like, yeah, he's a he's a he's a company man. And I hate to say it because I love Bernie. I love all he's the stuff not, he stands he's for. He's not in the same way that any of them are. I know you love him, and I do too. But uh, he laid uh, down. He lo- he did not take the moves that he yeah, should have done. Yeah, probably because they fucking were like, hey, we'll kill your kids if you don't. <laughs> Still. That's the type of people we're dealing with on both fucking sides here. Of course, yeah. That's why. Could easily be said about, you know, why, uh, can you say the same thing about Trump? What do you mean? Like, you know, why didn't, why didn't Trump, uh, why isn't he like saying he's going to run again all of a sudden? I think he is. I think he's going to run on a third party. You can say that about anybody, Russ. You can say that about anyone. Trump is basically a Democrat. No, he yeah, he dude, he's probably having lunch with Hillary right now. He, what I'm saying is right, he, and Bernie's probably having lunch with fucking what's his name? There, no, the dude, Hillary, the Chuck Schumer, dude, fucking Bernie. But what I'm saying though is he wheels and deals tr- just like the rest of them. Trump, how do you would, think he's he been a senator for so long? And Trump would do. He's Trump, always voted the same way the whole time. But if he's if never let's say Trump didn't, he get, did flip flop with he, what. He gave up his run for the presidency. That's not a flip flop. That's uh, just him being like. I made my mark uh, and being I need a company to move man. on. It's a company man. Move. Yeah, but he it's never, cha- he never changed his policies. Move. It doesn't matter. He never ever has been he's never once gone against what he has said except he, for being like yeah, they they won. So here you go. Which I, again, it's to me it's like if that had happened to Trump and like he the Republican party screwed him out of the nomination, he would have said fuck you guys. I know I got my base. I know what is like in his mind best for whatever, and he would have found a way to run 
anyway. Maybe. We don't know that. We, you don't know that, but... We don't know anything. We, you're right. I don't know anything about Bernie. I mean, I met him twice. The one thing that he did say to me when I first met him after, he, after the whole Hillary thing, after he quote-unquote lost to Hillary, I said to him, hey, man, I was like, hey, man, thank you for, for everything. And I was like, um, you know, you, you kind of helped me believe in politics for the first time. And he was like, well, don't believe in it too much. That's what he said to me. He was really kind and like yeah, was because very, look what happened to me. Exactly, they made me lie down. Kind of, yeah. You yeah. said supposedly, but then he kept lost doing to it. Hillary. But then he kept doing it. That's like Trump supposedly lost the election. No, that's very different. Is it though? It, is it? It's kind of the same. Trump people say the same exact. And that's words. why I'm not too harsh on Trump people for that because. That's very, very different. When Bernie different. lost the second time, <laughs> because I'm they're like, different people, yeah, but it's the did same he? words. When Biden got the nom, I'm like, mm, did he? Biden? Yeah. We, him? What? Yeah, I guess. Biden's an easier Whatever. sell, man. Yeah. Some shithead in Iowa. Oh, wait. Des Moines, specifically, because I always rip on Des Moines. <laughs> so Leave. some shithead in Des Moines is like, fucking Democrats. And then, Leave Des Moines alone. And then Uncle Joe comes in. He's like, well, this guy seems like he's. He's not as crazy as Bernie, and he's not as shady as Hillary, and he's not as extreme. And he's as, got Obama ties, right? Because he was the vice president, so it's like, ugh, I don't know. He's an easier sell. Yeah. Bernie Whatever. did it for the company. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the thing is, our country's looking for Who knows? a leader. Who cares? So, you know what I mean? I, it doesn't matter now, anyway. So, just like the FBI agent Repo Man said, no one is innocent. That's a great movie. I haven't seen that in a long time. I'm not so saying good. Bernie's innocent. I just the only you, can, you can't call him a flip flopper. There's no and there's no evidence of him ever going against anything. He's the only ever. person innocent is Abraham Lincoln because he's innocent. innocent. Get I, it? Get a good one. Don't look at me to say anything. Like that lick in there. Nah, 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 it looks good, yeah. Yeah, but it sounds better in the other mix. It reminds me of um, Give Me Some Money by the, uh, I think it was the, was it the Quarrymen or the Thamesmen? Oh, yeah. Know, who and later they, later became Spinal Tap? Yeah, yeah. Stop wasting my time. <laughs> yeah. You know what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you remember that? Because that's a damn good song. Oh, I know it was written as a joke, time. but it was a, it, that's a good tune. Oh, man. that's so funny. Um, Just come right out and tell me anything. Give me some money. Contra- that Controversially, this is my cut song. What? Wow. This is my top three. Yeah, It's, it's nostalgic a- for me, though, because, Luke, you'll relate uh, to a part of this story. I actually heard at least this song, um, maybe this whole record, when I was working for Mike and Tim, and I must have been in middle school. Or Craig's or good or, eggs. Or early high school. Because I graduated in 09, and this was 2006. Yeah. And Looking for a Leader was one of the songs I remember hearing while I was snowblowing. Okay. And, I, and if I was snowblowing, I bet it was probably the In the Beginning album. Because I don't remember the 100 voice chorus. And I remember hearing this song and liking this song a lot. And like getting a little emotional about I, it. I, as a, and also, at the this time, is the most time-traveling vampire song. Sure. For fucking many reasons. Because he brings but, up Obama. Yeah. 
I think that well, Obama made that speech at the Democratic National Convention. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying yeah. he. And so I'm, yeah, he, I'm being silly. Yeah, obviously, a spark. But, you know, that's when he, yeah. Obama was wearing glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a bird. <laughs> I don't know. I I think it's a little gimmicky. I don't dislike it. I I like that. He, I appreciate that he wrote it. I love that he wrote it. It's just. Uh, it's the only song that I knew off of this album going into it, and I think it just like, eh. I like this song a lot. I like, you know, that's it's definitely fits in this, you know, in this concept. I'm going to call this a concept album because oh, it's, sure. it's just yeah. it's of that time. It's like a time capsule, and that's we've been asking that even through Obama, who was a great leader. We've been asking this question a lot in the last 20 years. You're going to piss some people off with that one. You know, seriously. I mean, we needed, we need like a leader. And Obama, to me, was someone who was the closest to that. George Bush, to me, was obviously a puppet. You know, and oh, before Obama that, was a, Clinton was was maybe up there because he could work both sides of the aisle. Right. Obama was a little bit of a puppet too. I think, in hindsight, I I think I I, I know what you're saying. He it was very leader qu- right qualities like at least he could like fucking speak well. And he could speak very well, and also he was very like charming and charming. He knew and he, but I think he made a lot of promises, which I know some people and didn't think, follow. I don't think in, in hindsight didn't follow through a lot of them. I think people put him on this pedestal that he wasn't really on, and like I mean, talk about immigration. Like he deported more people than Trump did. Right. Do you know what I mean? And like, but at the time we needed him, and he was a step in the right direction. Just, but you know, I know what you're saying. I, I don't know. I just think maybe that's why. Maybe I'm a little. I was very like hopeful about Obama, and uh, especially like his second term, and it just ended up being, I don't know. Like we ended up with Trump anyway. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Yes, very. It's, it's been like that for yeah. a long ass time, man. Yeah, long fucking time. I think, yeah, and I, Biden's like the fucking pinnacle of it. Biden's, you know, yeah, the easy sell. You he's know? just the same old, same old. Right. And he's going to he, – he, Biden scares me for 2022 and 2024. Scares the shit out if of me. If he lives that long. And I'm, this is not a threatening thing to say. The guy's right. old. He seems like he's – He's old and he seems like he's losing his mind. Yeah. You know, this. The, we, we, we saw that before. That's another we, point for Bernie, man. He's old, but he's not losing his fucking right. mind. Well, Biden seems a little more like old silver gold. <laughs> <laughs> me and old Joe – we sat down at a table up in Vermont. We need to get Barbary in for an episode. Bunch of flapjacks. Yeah, to do his mate. He does a great mate. Such Adams. a good. And he does a great uh, Biden. Yeah, he does a good Biden. And have have him and you go back, have a little Biden silver gold Biden conversation. Silver gold. <laughs> oh, you, I meant to say, sorry, in the last song, in the lesson, let's in peace. Yeah. Jesus. Let's in the peace. let's impeach the president song. Eat a peach, the president. Uh, only because we talked about it earlier, but never like really got into it. Was the lyrically how how that's still very re- like relevant today? Oh, sure, whether yeah. you whether it's Trump or Biden, absolutely. Um, I think the, like, especially I wanted to just say especially the l- lyric about which we kind of talked about it the hijacking the religion to get elected and then leaving yes. black people neglected. Yeah. That's still oh, happening. and the line about and levies, bi- and, and, the levies and Biden as well, right? But not the, just Trump, 
Biden as well. But that line about the levees, like, what if what if Al Qaeda had uh, blown up the levees or something like that? Because what wasn't Katrina right yeah, around? He says then like too? It's, yeah. It's yeah, something it's about a, the jihad in my hood or it's something. Just, yeah. It's just it's just it's a brilliant song, and yeah. I that's I think that. Like to your point about how that's one of the most American things you can do is criticize the president. I think that's why looking for a leader annoys me is because it's it just feels impossible at this point. It feels like we they're there, we can see them, but we're Learning. never going to get them it, with the system that we have set in place. It's designed to ne- never let us get the people. Right. That's my argument for right. fucking Bernie, man. Is that's that a, also my argument for Bernie? I, I know, but I understand why you guys are saying what you're saying. I think. W- the difference is that I honestly have a theory that Bernie never, Bernie always knew he was never going to get it. And that's why he, like you guys say, quote unquote, lay down, is because Bernie, his whole thing always was about planting a seed and lighting a spark in younger people like myself to now vote for people who are. You need to brag about how young you are. You're going to be 30. I'm going like to be 30 week. in a week. I know. It's pretty old. But. I mean, not, not really. that old. No. But. You're 36, man. You're not that you much. You need to reveal hey, all hey, our hey, ages. Hey, both of you guys, just shut the fuck up about age. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't Seriously, bring it up. Seriously, you're I both didn't. a couple of fucking dicks, all right? So shut the <laughs> shut fuck up. up. I'm 52. You're, fuck both you're, you you're, fucking you're guys. You're a literal beefcake. You have a shirt that says beef and you're eating cake. You know, fuck, fuck you guys. And you look, oh, I'm old. Oh, and you fuck you, girl. You look 52 at all. Fuck both you guys. You look like Let's you're just talk about Neil Young. Enough of poor me. I'm fucking getting old. Listen, you're 41. Shoot, you're the mullet back. You're and a young guy. A I wish bitch. I could. You're a hell of a young guy, but I'm telling you, you're, you're a, a young, young guy. guy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying yeah. that I think Bernie's whole thing always was to be like, I'm not going to make it. I disagree with that. But, but we don't. Need, let's not talk about Bernie anymore. But I, I love Bernie. I love him. The point is to plant the seed and to spark a new but generation. He def- absolutely wanted to win and thought he was going to win. I don't know. And then tw- he just walked into the same thing that happened last time. But and it doesn't matter. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Looking for a leader. Roger and out. Oh, Roger and out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's do Roger and out. I, I actually, never mind. I was going to say, but people can listen at home. Listen to the. Uh, in the beginning version of Looking for a Leader, because you can hear the bass a lot more. The mix is just better. Okay. Yeah. You can hear the words more again. This song's about Crosby, Stills, and Nash. <laughs> Stills, my friend. <laughs> I didn't forget about you either, Crosby. <laughs> and stills, I know that you look like a potato now. Okay. Sorry. With a little chin strap. This is a really thing. beautiful song. <laughs> I don't. This is a weird ending to me, this song. Because the whole album follows one theme, and this one is kind of the theme, but it's a weird ending song. I know that he technically ends with America the Beautiful, but I don't know. No, I think this is, again, more of we've seen this happen before. Because is this is he talking about his friend in Vietnam? Yeah. Or is he talking about his friend in Iraq? Uh, okay. You don't really know. Because yeah. it's the same fucking story. We were full of piss and vinegar, and we went. And we went to register, and then we got over there, and it wasn't like we thought. 
and, and it's then, the and humanity then you, of and then like, one guy ended up dying yeah and he's got to think about that for the rest of his life because it was his idea too yeah and you know he's gonna blame himself for the rest of his life because he thinks he talked his fucking buddy in to joining up and getting himself killed and every time he drives down this road you know it's the same fucking thing do you think it's a real guy i don't know if it's a real guy there's probably a ton of stories like this from yeah. Vietnam veterans and Iraqi veterans and Korean War veterans and World yeah. War II veterans who were swept up in something and then they got over there and and even though that was the quote good war, they still saw their buddies' heads rolling on a beach or whatever. Mm. You and know, it's and also it, it shows it really exposes like the humanity in it, you know. Instead of just the uniform, it's like this is right. a dude's And that's friend. what he's trying to address in yeah, this it's whole like, album. Remember this joke? These aren't remember, soldiers. Yeah, they're they're also people yeah. that have families and friends. Remember who this made joke? Bad, remember this decisions. joke we used to make when we were going down this right. road and we right. like this thing that everyone can relate well, this, to with your friend. This song. It's like he's not just a number. This you know? is the one yeah. that makes me think of yeah. to go back to the, that King book I'm reading, but. One of the whole things they talk about is a lot of these the kids in this college he he's going to, and I, I know it's a work of fiction, but they have scholarships, and if their GPA drops below two point five, they have they get kicked out of college, and for a lot of them that means they get drafted. Yeah. So it's like if they don't keep their grades up, like if they get distracted by dumb shit, they're they it, it could be a life or death thing, and like how how these professors think of it, like it's just. It's we the whole idea of a draft is so weird and so foreign to us now, but that must have been terrifying for a lot of people. I don't know. Yeah. I I had to register for it. I think we did too, but I yeah they they didn't get rid of that until jeez was it like the nineties? I had to register. No, I did. I did. Okay. I, I think you still have to register. Do you still have to register? I don't know register. if you still. I, don't, do. I just don't think it exists. But it's like it could come back at any moment. I I have zero idea what I'm talking about. I remember <laughs> it. I remember <laughs> it being like this is feels weird. I remember only it feeling because weird, yeah. only because I had seen hair, like, right? Because Dad loved the movie Hair. Not to bring it back to fucking hair, but yeah, why not? We're living with war. Um, that was like the one thing I had in my brain was because my dad loved that movie, and I remember yeah. being like, "Wait, this is that," yeah. and I'm like, "Am I signing up for that?" You know, I didn't get it. But. Yeah. yeah, this is a beautiful song. Uh, notes of helpless in there. Yeah, and notes and of is, knocking on heaven's door. Yeah, yeah. and a, it sounds a lot like this. This is the most crazy horse a Neil song has sounded without crazy horse. You think so? Absolutely. I, I thought it I was. I thought it was. Uh, what was it? We brought it up earlier, Luke. The um, oh, the shock and awe to me was very crazy. Shock and awe, super crazy horse. Yeah, we should. Um, but yeah, this one definitely too. Yeah, the, especially his guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. like and his delivery. Yeah, yeah. We should actually wrap soon because we're coming on two and a half hours here pl- yeah. plus that interview. Yeah. But um, my, uh, America the Beautiful, my iPad just died. Um, it doesn't matter, but but there's too many voices. It's pretty, but it's like there's they're all fighting for. Way it. disagree. I yeah, think I it, think it's really it's really beautiful. I think it's beautiful, I'm but and I'm not like someone know. who like you know immediately says yeah, anything with America and it's great. I, I mean, it's a beautiful song, but this version is there, there's especially so how many it trails singers. at the end. Yeah, there's it. so and many singers trying to it. do too many fucking no, trills. Way disagree. Sounds really good. It is fine, and I, I'm same same as you. I'm not like a immediately like nationalist guy, but right. this song like really hit me. Mm. This version of it, I really liked it. Like I didn't, I didn't get emotional. I got a little emotional, but it sounds beautiful. Uh, it sounds beautiful. 
for sure. Like they all know how to sing. Yeah. And they're singing really well. But then like at the end, I think they're all trying to get that moment where they're like, that's me doing that fucking. No, I just think, like, a cu- I think a couple no, of them are. And no, I think they were man. instructed. If you listen again, I feel like you can hear them all. And if they were, like, then they did, then he would, then they were told to do that. Mm. Yeah, they were. They, they recorded all that, the hundred person stuff in a one 12 hour session. Yeah. And they did several takes of each song. Yeah. But even if you look in the movie when they're doing um, uh, Roger and Out, the uh, Neil, when they're doing the that hum part, Neil comes in and stops, goes, I love it. It's beautiful, but can we bring it down a little? Because this is about, and he tells them what it's about. And they're, they're all like, okay, yes. And then the next take, they do it lower. So he, if there's any of that in it, he wanted it in there. I mean, maybe. I don't I, know. I, I, like that. I like it a lot. If that's the case, then why does it still sound like shit? It doesn't. I, the what? Mix, the mix. Uh, uh, just for this know. song, it's just vocals. I think it sounds fine. I'm not talking about great. this song. I'm talking about the album. If, if, you're saying, if your point is that Neil was coming in and making all these choices, then why didn't he... Why does... It, uh, it, was, it was the Capitol Records studio. It wasn't, wasn't the, his, I also his barn studio. I also don't think it st- sounds like shit. It's not mixed and the it best. Wasn't, and it wasn't... The vocals weren't recorded on analog tape and then mixed down to two track analog. I just think in the beginning, in the beginning sounds better. You can hear more of what Neil is saying. It's fun. And I think this album is about what he's saying. All right. That's why I like in the beginning better because it's supposed to be about what he's trying to say. And I can hear what he's trying to say more in, in the beginning. Although I'd like the idea of the hundred voices. I just think they get in the way of what he's trying to saying or what he's trying to say most of the time. That's how I feel about it. That's where I land on it. All right, let's hit our top three, and let's get the fuck out of here. I'll just do mine first because I already got them queued up. My three is Living With War. My two is Let's Impeach the President. And my one is After the Garden. I think After the Garden rips. My three is After the Garden. My two is Let's Impeach the President. My one is Roger and Out. Your one is Roger and Out. Yeah, that song emotionally and just everything about it is just beautiful. It didn't grab me like I wanted it no, to. No, I felt that, man. I felt I felt what he was trying to convey. And it's okay. it, very stronger than all the other songs huh. on this album. Wow. Just, okay. just the way he was singing it, everything about it. Interesting. It's a beautiful song. The way he's playing the guitar matches the, the mood he is trying to achieve. I just think it should have been, and again, hindsight, I feel like... Which version do you like better? Um, For I like the, the original. You like the 100 Voices one? Yeah. Okay. I feel like if he moved this down and ended with let's impeach and then even looking for a leader, it would have made more sense to me. I think the placement made me overlook it a little bit or something. I I think it was good where it is because really the whole album's kind of about loss. Yeah. Much like Prairie Wind was a little bit. Oh, that was another point I had. It was interesting that this was the next thing after Prairie uh, Wind. It's so Neil. Like I love the it. darkness and the yeah. depth of Well, he had been saying in interviews Prairie Wind. He, he wanted to like yeah. ramp it up again and, yeah, and, yeah. and get back out. You know, it was that it was that fucking coffee machine. <laughs> yeah, that vending machine coffee <laughs> got really him, got know? him. Yeah. But, but I just think that the message for Roger and Out yeah. is is everything the whole album's about. It's about loss, it's yeah. about repeating mistakes, it's about not trusting, not only not trusting who's giving you the orders or who, who's telling you what's right and wrong, but not trusting your feelings about yeah. how you feel about that because they could change at any time. Yeah, I like that. Um, my three is looking for a leader. 
My two is after the garden, and my one is living with war. Okay, nice. And your cut? My cut is families. You guys convinced me on Flags of Freedom. I like that song now. My cut is looking for a leader, and it's really strictly personal. It's wow. just, it's not Neil, it's me. So <laughs> I just have a hard time with wow. some of the. Well, if I was to cut something off the original, it would be the version of America the Beautiful. Really? Okay. Yeah, we could do without that. Even though you don't it's need really, it. even though it's really, it's it's beautiful and stuff. I don't think, I think it's a little bit of overkill. I like it a lot at the end. But I think I, he, I know what you're saying. He already quoted the, the yeah, uh, Star got, Spangled you've Banner. Got it, you've in got a song your point and, across, man. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's That's still a be- it's a beautiful it. version. It is. But it's like it is. I don't think you really need it. Doesn't need album. it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Next episode. We got live at the Fillmore East, yes. live at Massey Hall, and then Chrome Dreams all in the same year. I think. I think they all they're all 07. I might be wrong about that. No, Fillmore East is actually 06. Is it? Yep. It was right before in the beginning. It oh, was right. eleven fourteen, according to the archives. Um, do you want to combine? Well, next episode we'll do both both the lives. You want to just do that? Sure. Or, and do you want to throw Chrome Dreams in there? No, no Chrome Dreams no. is a studio album, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. All right. So and that's let- funny because everyone was always going, when is he going to put out Chrome Dreams? So he puts out Chrome Dreams 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> is fucking great. <laughs> fucking Neil. Yeah. So that's a fucking Neil, man. Um, all right. So next episode, we'll just do the two, the two next live ones. Fillmore and then Massey. It'll be cool. That'll be a okay. good episode. Yeah, that's cool. All right. That's nice. Well, thanks for listening to uh, Long May You Young. Check out longmayyouyoungpodcast.com and uh, buy uh, merch and listen to all the episodes. If you missed any, you can find them all there and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Long May You Young. We're also on Facebook and look for us in the uh, Reddit, uh, Neil Young subreddit. And if you're French and you start a fuck podcast, you. <laughs> no, we can't. We love you, Joel. Just thanks for the interview. Thanks for the memes. Uh, and uh, check out his he's got a king of the hill a French Canadian king of the hill podcast <laughs> no he doesn't he does yeah do they do it in French it's a whole other version of the show I think yeah the podcast is in French but yeah. seriously yeah fr- it's awesome it's like voulez vous propane nudity Bobby Bobby la vecto Bobby alright see you later guys Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift the Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Ooh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. That symphony of engines roaring in perfect harmony. It's a feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, Jerry. Oh, my word. Really, really terrible. Is that a glockenspiel, Jerry? Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Uh, Now, Jerry, it's over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 